This is Naoki Yoshida. This is Fern Hall. And you are listening to Aetherite Radio. Aetherite Radio. Here we go. Uh, hello and welcome to Aetherite Radio Gamers Kids Final Fantasy XIV Podcast. Uh, I'm Fusion X for the first time. Joining us today, we've got uh, Zen Aldino Rook. And uh, joining us, we've got uh, Galaxy and Sonia. Welcome. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for being here. All right. So uh, today we're going to talk about uh, women in content creation. Uh, first, we do have a little bit of news, which is weird because I feel like we haven't had any for a while. Uh, it's been it's been a little bit of a drought. Uh, the uh, special site is up for patch five point three, so we finally Yay. got uh, a little bit of, a little bit of new stuff. Not a lot of lot of new stuff, but a little bit of new stuff. Uh, lots of pictures. pictures though, so look at yeah. the pictures. We have, we have pictures. There's the Blow there's like the really one good. guy. And, and the other like guy, more. and there's the the people, and the one dude, um, and, the and there's that one yeah. lady, the one yeah. lady with yes. the with the. I don't, I don't know if anyone yeah, we were that one lady at all. You know, it, it's crazy. We were we were chatting a little bit before the show. Um, they've got the uh, some some dungeon pictures. So we have the new set of armor, which is like very like Dark Knight in, inspired. I think. Yeah. For, for a couple of those right um but then you have the the new boss for the heroes gauntlet dungeon that's coming out and oh my gosh my timeline the other day with just fan art and fan art and fan art of this character um which is like i don't think we've ever had that for uh, a dungeon boss before yeah. where it's just everybody is crazy there's been some aggressive love for this dungeon boss yeah and like i was saying right before before we started a lot of fan art of people's warriors of light wearing the outfit that right. she is wearing which i'm also like okay maybe new mog station item maybe we get that in there if they want to it's, print it's money. weird because there's there's part of me i'm like everybody's like so oh this boss and i'm like it watches like the, not even like the final boss watches like a bit yeah. boss like it is and then and then you get the, the final boss and it's just like this weird reskin or, or something like yeah, uh, it's just, weird i like zooming into the picture because i was like what is wrong with this is the light back in the sky like, are those meteors falling? Like, if you really zoom into like the the scenery picture of the dungeon, I'm like, what is mm -hmm. happening? Yeah. What what is well, it's, it's it's interesting too because if you if you actually read the little bit of information that they have about mm -hmm. this, it says uh, it is said that the hero's path is fraught with danger, and these words will never ring truer as a whole. Uh, the whole of Norvrant becomes a battlefield across which the warrior of darkness must fight their way. Mm -hmm. The whole of Nor like that's yeah okay. I mean, this looks like it man. just, you know, took place on, like, the side of Il Meg, but I'm really curious I... now if we're going to have different areas that are about, like... I mean, um... isn't Il Meg all about illusions anyway? It's true. It could be. This I mean, true. it could all just be one big illusion that takes us through, like, different areas. And I hope that's the case, because we were talking about this when we first even got the information or, like, a picture that looked like it might be Il Meg. It's like, we've already done a lot there. We have the Pixie Beast tribes. We right. have the other dungeon that's there. <laughs> So I am really hoping that it does end up being more of like a journey than just the Ilmeg setting, which right. it seems like it will be. Yeah, I mean, the, the first picture we had, it was yeah, just like, oh, it's just like, it, it just, it felt very like Grand Cosmos Courtyard-ish, mm -hmm. I think is what mm -hmm. it reminded me the most of. And I was like, eh. Right. But uh, so I'm curious now. I am a little more curious to see what they do. To make people excited. Yeah. And like, apparently <laughs> it worked. Yeah. Now. Sonia, Galaxy, are you both looking forward to the relic grind? Do you usually like launch into that or not me yes so much? And no. <laughs> yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> I 
yeah like, not excited for the grind excited to see the, the upgrades and stuff but i do like a whole different side of the game than a lot of people do so it's not really my cup of tea i'm more excited about possible furnishings and stuff like that coming out so <laughs> yes yes We've been talking a ton about the fact that with the patch lull, a lot of people are getting into housing for the first time. And I know you've done housing for a long time. I've seen yes. some of your builds on stream and things, which are super cool. Um, new housing items always like A plus, 10 out of 10. Very excited about. Yeah. I love the uh, thing in the housing uh, menu where you can preview everything that's just new. So every time they add yes, new stuff, yes. there's no question as to what's new. It's right yes. here. Go preview it. <laughs> then you have to go find it. Yes. But, you know, whatever that's good. That was one of the what? best things they ever added. I love that. Yeah. That was such a yeah, great addition. So much uh, money because I used to just go buy something and be like, oh, it doesn't fit the space that I needed. Great. Oh. I just spent 200K. Okay. Right. And it's bound yeah. to me now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, 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 see, you see something on on the market board you're like oh i wonder what this looks like and you buy yeah. it you, you know you spend like a few hundred k on it you put it in you're like eh you can't do anything with it this is yeah. why i have like four retainers with just furniture items yeah <laughs> exactly because then you're like well what if i use it later i don't want to just like have to dump it so then you need to right. store it somewhere yeah yeah exactly yeah. exactly um we do have a little blurb about the uh, mystery trial. Uh, it's still a mystery trial. We still don't know what it is, but they say uh, a fearsome new foe possessed of immeasurable might shall arise to test the warriors of darkness as they have never been tested before. Right. And that that is, is the unreal. Yeah. Is that? I, no, I, yeah. it's, a, it's another no. savage or extreme. It's a different, yeah, it's a different trial yeah. and it has something to do with the story. We just don't know what it is yet. Yeah, it's not the weapons either. It's it's something different. And I was so, vague. I was surprised too because I believe that Yoshida said in some of the accompanying information that Xenos is not going to be really strongly featured in this upcoming patch. Mm -hmm. And I'm over here being like, oh, we're going to fight like Xenos, but maybe also get a little bit of like the darkness in there, and you know, like all this stuff that we kind of are hypothesizing he might be yeah. doing in opposition to mm -hmm. Heidelin, but. It doesn't right. seem like it. I I have no idea. Zodiac. Well, it's seem like it's weird because it. it specifically yeah. says a fearsome new foe. So yeah. like, okay, we know who Xenos is. We know about Zodiac. Zodiac isn't new. We're not so like members, you know if you, they say new. I, so. I yeah. I don't. I don't know. I'll be. I'll be. I'm really curious. This, it, it's probably gonna be one of those things we get to it, and we're just like, oh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, I like. Uh, Serp in chat says, "Sounds like a Gilgamesh fight." Yeah, I think it's yeah. probably Gilgamesh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we. I mean, we were just talking about what Hildebrand then. Yeah, good old Greg. Yeah, where is Hildebrand? It's it's Hildebrand. You, yeah. you know, you know what it'll, what it'll be is we'll we'll get into this fight with with one of these new like white robed mysterious people and then out of nowhere he'll just like there's a portal that just opens up G greg just falls down sits on the guy just completely wipes him out and then we have to fight greg he's like oh you again <laughs> and he'll finally drop joke weapons for us finally. he'll just he'll just he'll just come swinging into the main story he'll just <laughs> gilgamesh save the day but still but still won't drop a broom for your dragoon to fight with yep All right. <laughs> Um, and then we have uh, a couple of new pictures of uh, the ruby weapon for the sorrow of uh, Whirlit. Um, so yeah, uh, some, some pretty cool pictures. Uh, yeah. Some key art for the ruby weapon as well. Um, so yeah, that is that is it. That's all we have for right now, though. Um, Twenty-four. There will be a live letter. Twenty-four. Yeah, 24 well, we don't... From, from this release. From this. Yeah. 
this release. Okay. Yeah. Um, just kind of, I'm, do I'm, have just, I'm excited to, uh, yeah. to zoom into those little tiny figures in the background because you know that they're wearing the new armor. Yeah. Yes. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah, I yeah, yeah. saw that apparently the armor this go around was designed by 14's team as opposed to being taken specifically from Nier, but it's being hmm. like overseen in conjunction with the collaborators from Nier, obviously. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of going like, hmm, I wonder what we're going to get from this one. What, yeah, what I mean, the, the glam do I have coming? The gear, I mean, the gear the first time around was like the clear, like, this is what everybody wants. This is the reason why we have a near collaboration. Now we'll get this out of the way <laughs> and then we'll do some other yeah. stuff. Uh, I'll be curious to see if I ever get weapons, though. I mean, that was that yeah. was a little bit of, of what people wanted to. And it, uh, after the 2B costume, right, was the weapons. But I'm excited to see uh, how a book made from near will disappoint me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, They've got the, um, it'll just be like the, uh, the, uh, I forget what those weapons get were, nothing. but it, it, it'll just be like the, the one with the face on it. We'll have like oh, a little Emil okay. face on it. Yeah. If I, wait, that, you're not talking about the one the that thing. has the like old tree man face on it, but, are you? Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. It was like, <laughs> great. It was like the, awesome. it wasn't quite relic, but it was like kind of like yeah, job specific weapons, like in like 2.0. Like yeah, like you get it from Revenant's toll. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And everybody it'll, it'll else, like that, but with the the, the near mask. It's so it's terrible. I remember in my mind, I was like, "Oh, that might be kind of fun, yeah. like like a like a crone face on." And then I got it, and I was like, "Oh my god, what is that oh, hideous goblin?" Terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. What's, it's it it's a thing that already exists too. As, yeah. If I if I recall, um, and mm -hmm. I'm trying to think. Right, I think I saw it on um. On a, it's weird. I have a one of the Bring Arts figures yeah. that they have of of two P, and I bought some. They have like uh like blind box weapons, and it has like a little yeah, lid about the the weapon that has the little little Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. There That's you great. go. You're getting Facebook. <laughs> Enjoy. Okay. All right, gonna, buddy. Get all up in your privacy and well, the share cast all your over. data. Fusion's made a terrible <laughs> Facebook pun. It's been great Yay! so far. <laughs> We're off to a great start where, where I can't do the, the mics and then we're talking about Facebook and it's going to be a great show. Great show. <laughs> um, okay, so that's it for the new site. Uh, we'll mention this again too, but uh, there is a live letter next week on the 22nd. Uh, we were, we're going to get a whole bunch more info about the patch, patch trailer, presumably this <laughs> mm -hmm. time. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Um, but that's going to take us into our main topic today. Uh, we're going to talk about women in content creation. And so we have Galaxy and Sonia joining us uh, to help with this discussion. Um, and so uh, let's start off real quick for, for people uh, that may not know you. Um, how long have you been in the content creation? What kind of stuff do you do? Um, Galaxy, we'll, we'll start with you. Um, I have been Twitch streaming for like 10 months. <laughs> 10 months, maybe 11 months. Um, and um, I, yeah, that's all. That's, that's all. I'm so new to it. So um, <laughs> I, I love it. But yeah, I'm super duper new to it. But it's a fantastic experience. I've been in Final it Fantasy. for five years now. Five. Wow. Yeah. Wow. We just hit our five year mark a couple weeks ago. That's um, awesome. It seems pretty crazy that it's been that long. Um, I also stream with my husband, so I'm not just a solo streamer. We we do a, a co-op stream, um, so it's the two of us on stream together. We've been that way since we started. I'm surprised we haven't choked each other out at this point. <laughs> 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 but we're still going strong. Five years later, we've been married for 10, and 
it's it's going really good. We really enjoy it. Nice. So. That's amazing. And yeah. you both full-time stream now, right? Yeah, we've been full-time yeah. streamers oh, wow. for four and a half years. Oh my gosh, that long out of all of it. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Well done. So Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, um, what what got you guys into it? Um, honestly, we live in Michigan and we kind of live in an area where technology isn't really like something people really get into. And we had a really hard time finding friends. And when we'd go to conventions and stuff, we were just the two of us. So we kind of felt lonely. So we wanted to use it as a, as a way to find more people that had interests uh, that were the same as us. And um, it just grew into much more than we ever expected it to be. <laughs> we never, never thought that it would end up being a career choice and or anything like that. So it's five years in, <laughs> we made a ton of friends. So great. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> How about you, Galaxy? What, the... what got you into it? Yeah. Um, I was like on a huge break. I just finished uh my last university degree. Um, I have three. So <laughs> I just finally wow. finished my <laughs> last one. Um, and I was just like on a big break. I was I um was quitting my job and um I was like dealing with this is going to get real. I'm sorry. Uh -huh. I was dealing with a lot of yeah. anxiety and depression, right? I wasn't leaving the house. I think it was just more like, you know, I finally finished this huge, huge thesis and I was like, oh, I'm dead. So I was just in a big lull. One day my boyfriend, bless, bless his soul, came home with a webcam and he's like, you play games all day, stream them. <laughs> there you go. That was I it. Love that. <laughs> That's awesome. That was it. I'm still waiting to make it a full-time career choice, but um, one day. One hey, day. You, you got partnership this year, which is yeah. last did. month, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, awesome. That's congrats. Fantastic. Like, Thank that's you. honestly Thank like you. a huge step towards making it something full-time. Right. That's amazing. Mm, yeah. yeah, no, it's uh, it, I, I was surprised. <laughs> so I wasn't <laughs> expecting it. But yeah, no, I did. So, yeah. <laughs> It's fun. <laughs> it's yeah. been a wild ride. That's yeah, the most it's... important thing, right? To be able to yeah. find something you enjoy that you can also maybe make some money of. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. I mean, like, it's incredible because Twitch brings so many things together, like empowering people who do, like, Sony, like you were saying, have these interests that don't always, like, it's not always easy to, like, mm -hmm. express those interests or find other people that share those interests and, like, getting yeah. into the industry or the gaming industry as a whole can be something that's, like, also a whole nother difficult challenge to overcome. And it's amazing mm -hmm. seeing how content creation and platforms like Twitch, I mean, have given so many of us the opportunity to um, like pursue what we love, but also to connect and affect people that also are looking for like, you know, people who share those same passions and interests and to bring us all together in this way. Um, and then you see that power kind of go beyond to things like even the fundraising and the charity work that Twitch has mm -hmm. done see like <laughs> that community and generosity of spirit just kind of blossom and especially in MMOs like 14 where community yeah. is such a big part of it it's really cool the internet is crazy for bringing people together <laughs> right mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> it really is um <laughs> so moving into uh the final fantasy 14 community a little bit um obviously there are challenges that come with being uh, a female streamer um, and we'll talk a little bit about those. But um, how do you feel as a as a, a female content creator? 
um, in the Final Fantasy XIV community? Um, I feel really comfortable, honestly. Uh, Tom and I streamed World of Warcraft for like three years straight, and we played other games like PUBG and CSGO and stuff like that as our main games for a long time, too. Uh, we actually just recently swapped to Final Fantasy about a year and a half ago, and I can tell a huge difference in the community compared to some of the other communities that we were playing in. Um, I feel people treat people with more respect, um, and it's just a more comfy, cozy community than some of the other ones that we've been in. I love how we're like all nodding in agreement. Across all of our yeah. latest podcasts, like the the Pride podcast, the uh, mm -hmm. Black Lives Matter podcast, everybody's been saying Final Fantasy 14 community is pretty nice compared to some mm -hmm. other communities. It seriously yeah. is. It's so much more accepting. Like I I came from Overwatch. <laughs> uh, I oh, came from Overwatch. I, I yeah. never knew that. Yes. Wow. Okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> When I first huh. started, I was doing Overwatch and I was doing competitive Overwatch, oh boy, which yeah. a lot of people are like, how did, how did I not know this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was up to Grandmasters and I oh. played mostly just strictly healers. Um, and I, I, I liked it, but I found that, I mean, one, the environment as time went on in Overwatch got more toxic the more I played it. So mm -hmm. like even just having my mic on mm -hmm. during a match, could sometimes halt the entire stream if we had people that were, you know, just throwing like all kinds of insults or just nastiness. Um, and two, it did seem like the people that would come in from the community, some some of them were amazing, but some of them got like weirder and weirder and weirder over time. And when I finally decided to switch over to 14, it was so just like you said, it was like a totally different environment. Like the people that came in, I was like, oh, I like talking to all of these people. And I got excited <laughs> and like doing stuff in game it was just so much more welcoming and it really does feel like the community even if there are things that we talk about or that you know even in the game itself could be improved in some way mm -hmm. um it's it's still really incredible to me that it has become such a welcoming space you know it's it's interesting too because i mean we talked a little bit about that before about the kind of genre of of games and how that affects you know how people mm -hmm. interact and we always go back to to kind of shitting on the fps genre yeah. for, for, for toxicity um, you know, oh, yeah, I used to play Rainbow Six Siege. Oh, um, yeah. not oh. on stream, but okay, oh my god, I, I would get like, uh, I would get like, um, abusive DMs and things like that mm. on PlayStation. Like, if I got a kill or something like that, they're like, oh, but who uses a shotgun? It's like, oh, I don't know, maybe everyone who plays this character just <laughs> happened to get killed. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, it just worked. So me, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sorry. Yeah, it was, it would be so weird. Like you'd be in the middle, I mean, especially in FPSs, like you'll be in the middle of a match and everybody will be totally polite and everybody on comms. And then the moment that you decide to open your comm up and then everybody realizes like, oh, that's, that's a grill right there. It's like suddenly <laughs> yeah. the whole tone of everything. Like it's, it's baffling. And Sonia, yeah. even in WoW, like you said, I mean, I played WoW for years before I eventually came to a bunch of other MMOs, but eventually made it to 14 and Guild Wars 2, which kind of ended up being my home. But even in like those settings, while the environment wasn't necessarily hostile towards like me playing a female character and many of the people that I was playing with didn't really know whether or not I was a woman because I was just kind of getting into the game itself, um, the tone of the community could be very different. Like I thought I would never raid ever in in an mmo after i tried in world of warcraft and just got 
just like maliciously destroyed by randos in a learning group mm -hmm. because they thought I was so terrible at the game and they would not like I was getting like DMs and like all this harassment and I was like I told you I was brand new what's going on and now like here I am in a static and you know like clearing all the different tiers and really loving the end game content in 14 because I did find that like overall a lot of that community does have a different tone even when you just queue into a dungeon and people say hello it's a right. different tone sometimes um yep. than other games mm -hmm. out there yeah, for sure. Galaxy I mean, definitely you? handles new people very well compared to some other games. Right. <laughs> yes. Galaxy, have you found 14 to be pretty like comfortable for you as well? Yes, for the most part. Um, I think the only time I've ever had difficulty was like when I was uh, progging T for the first time. Mm. I think that was the only time I had any difficulty. Um, but I love it. Like it's such a comfy place. It's an accepting place. Uh, you find a whole type, uh, a whole variety of different people um, in Final Fantasy fourteen, and that's how you can tell that it's like really accepting. People aren't afraid to say, "Hey, I am a girl," or "Hey, I'm gay," or you know, like it's it's lovely. Mm -hmm. I think it's gonna, a great uh, awesome place. This brings up an interesting an question too. Thing in oh, there. okay. Um, <laughs> Go for it. So uh, we've been talking about how great it is, but I have had a bad experience rating in uh, 14. <laughs> um, I I've talked about it on the podcast before. I lead my own raid group and um, I trialed a tank at one point. This was probably two, uh, right. God, maybe six years ago, actually. It was a long time, yeah. It was, it was, it was still in Bahamut. Mm -hmm. We were, was it in Twintania? It was in Twintania, no. Doesn't matter. It was, it was, uh, I think it was the beginning of the second part, either way. Um, so I trialed this tank and uh, I told them to stand in a specific place and they didn't. So I asked them again and they said, that's where I stood the time before. And I'm like, well, you didn't stand where I asked you the time before. Could you move? And I'm trying to be pleasant to this person. I don't know, you know, not be overly aggressive or whatever. And basically, uh, they flipped out. I'm like, uh, you need to stand in this place. Why are you arguing with me? Well, I know what I'm doing. You just told me this is your first time in here. And I've with this group beaten this boss before. You need to do what I say. Women shouldn't be raid leaders. Yeah, that's immediately oh. where it went. Okay. Yikes. Well, you can get out <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah. uh -huh. Trial yeah. over. You are not mm -hmm. in the static. Wow. Bye. Bye. You know, Goodbye. then that is a good point because I do think while the general community is really welcoming, there are like the moment you started telling that story, there have definitely been times in the more hardcore content scene mm -hmm. where I do think that sometimes that side has shown itself. And it it tends to stem, I mean, it seems like from people's frustration and their own mm -hmm. pride and their own issues, right? But I know that like until I found the static that I was in here, while I had a lot of really positive experiences that helped like balance it out. There were a lot of times where we'd be progging stuff or things like that. And I would get like the range of things from like, you know, just a static I'd hopped into or like pugs even. I'd get a range of things from, you know, like, oh, well, we need to help the girl through the mechanics. And like, mm. we're going to babysit her through every single one. Uh. And if she doesn't seem like she's not getting like, then we're going to tell her about it. And I'm like, no, guys, I know I died. Like, I, I stood in it. <laughs> like, you don't have to write me six paragraphs about how I stood in it. Like, I, I get it. Or, you know, things like that. Or even times where I did notice there was a, a very brief period of time that I was running with a group early on that was all, it was all guys except for myself. And um, 
there was this weird thing where like stuff would happen. And I'd be like, well, that was so-and-so because such and such, this and that, like that, that's what happened. And then every single one of them would be like, no, it was definitely you. And I'd be sitting there like, oh my huh? God, that used to happen to me. <laughs> yes. And I'd not, be like, not in Final Fantasy, but like the exact kind of same situation. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it was Fantasy, so weird. At FBS. Yeah. <laughs> And I'd be saying to them, like, no, I literally know what happened. I literally witnessed it happen. I was like, I was, you know, halfway across the arena. I literally saw it happen. And they'd be like, no, no, no. And I'd be like, you go back to that footage and you tell me that's not what happened. You go back, <laughs> you take your time. Like, and it it did. Like, there were moments um, or times where people like, I had, oh, man, I had somebody once tell me <laughs> that they were going to teach me how to play white mage after I had already cleared every, like, all this stuff beyond them and, like, they were like, I'm gonna help, I'm gonna really help you. I'm gonna help you get so good at white mage. And I was like, buddy, I'm fine at white mage. I <laughs> like, why are you what? We're good. But like sometimes there are those weird things that I think come out in rating, but that I don't necessarily see elsewhere, which is kind mm. of interesting. So I have so. something to, to to actually say about that. Okay. So Tom and I don't raid. If we do, it's very casual once every couple months or something like that. We did raid like really hardcore in world of warcraft but we don't really get as much excitement out of it from final fantasy as we did with wow so we don't really do it as much um so most of our content is super casual um our we run a huge free company and it's all very social interaction it's lots doing little mini events like for people to socially engage and stuff like that um and there's obviously with running a free company that's like 500 people there's gonna be people that don't get along there's gonna be people that leave um, people that don't really like the community and stuff like that because it just doesn't work for them. Well, as a couple streamer, so we have a male and a female in the community. Tom is like the leader of the free company and then I'm co-leader. Um, we've noticed something over the last year and a half is that people, when they want to be hostile, they never message Tom. They always message me with their hostile messages and then they just dip. Um, oh, my cat's coming to visit. <laughs> um, so we have noticed that that's a, a huge thing. Like, I'm like, I always message Tom, like, I understand that this person wasn't happy. It happens in every free company. People deal with it, you know, um, but it's always me that they message. And I'm, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm guessing it's because I'm female and they assume that I'm going to be more sensitive or something to the situation and they just don't bother Tom with it. But or they're just trying to get a reaction out of people and stuff. But it's definitely always me. Like I can say, like out of the the maybe fifty times over the past like five years that maybe something has probably happened where somebody's been super hostile, like ninety percent of them are always to me, <laughs> always. Oh, jeez, <laughs> so oh, super frustrating. Even on a social end, people can be super toxic and kind of sucks. But yeah, we haven't dealt with it as much in Final Fantasy. Luckily, I mean, we did in mm-hmm. WoW. The toxicity mm-hmm. was a little bit higher over there, but oh, not so yeah. much. We're lucky to <laughs> to not have it over here. Yeah, that I mean, a- and that and that's an interesting point because I was gonna, you know, say that too as being like a couple that that does streaming. I mean, you know, I'm curious how that affects you versus you know, like Galaxy or Rook or, or Zen, where they're just the them, right? You know, I'm curious how is there any noticeable difference um, when when you have tom with you like do you think that uh things are are treated a little better overall or does it not matter i think it's a little bit better overall because i do talk to my friends a lot and hear some of the stories that they go through and stuff like that um it feels like we do get a little bit more respect um on terms of like being a female streamer and stuff like that most of the times it's people coming in and more so 
um, making jokes at Tom. Like they'll come in and they'll make jokes about hitting on Tom instead because they know it's inappropriate, mm -hmm. obviously, to, to hit on me. So we actually have like a, a, the only chat reel we have when you join our stream is don't hit on Tom. <laughs> so i don't really have to deal with those kind of things too much i have had a couple instances um where i have had some serious stuff happen um but i don't really deal with it as much as some other people do um so i guess it is a little benefit to having the two of us on stream um so don't really deal with it <laughs> too much <laughs> um so go down uh, the outline layer a little bit more. Um, with with fourteen, um, what are some of the best experiences that you've had uh, with streaming in the fourteen community? Um, and on the other, you know, the other side of that coin, um, we we talked a little bit about that, but um, bad experiences. Um, if there's anything else that uh, we haven't kind of covered, um, my favorite thing would be housing. When the new wards opened up. Mm -hmm. um, um, there was a huge race to get all of the housing and everyone move and gain all of the plots because large and medium plots are extremely hard to get. So we had like 60 or 70 people on voice from our free company and everyone <laughs> oh, wow. ended up. Yeah, we bought our whole ward that we have currently in the mist. So everyone awesome. from a free company owns it. We got a large rate on the waterfront for a free company. And then we also bought like 75% of the subdivision too. Um, so that was a lot of fun. But the negative part that came from it was there were a lot of people on the server. Uh, well, not a lot of people. There was a couple people that were kind of upset that we did that because they thought that we were stealing housing from people. Um, but our free company's main, like, it'd be just like if somebody, a free company was made uh, based on rating. Our free company is based on housing, housing and gardening and social interaction. Mm -hmm. So, of course, there's a large base of people in our free company that want houses. The do decorating they get into that so we did get some a little bit of harassment because of it people were like making posts and shout chat and stuff like that um but it went away in like a couple of days mm -hmm. most people like know that they can turn to our free company like if they're looking for a decorator if they're looking for somebody to do their house and stuff like that so that's really the only negative thing that we've had to deal with um, but it was so fun. The race was fun. Just watching everyone just like enter the zone and just like take off to try and buy houses and stuff like that. It was it was great. Yeah. There was like there was only like one or two plots, I think, in our board that we didn't end up scoring, but they ended up being really amazing free companies. One of them is RP free companies. So they're always out RPing by our, our market board and stuff like that. And it's, it's super <laughs> wonderful to see. What server did you manage Gosh. that on? I have to know. Coral. Coral, actually. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I fun. remember the the big housing rush, trying to get a medium. My hands like shaking as I'm like trying yeah, to run around right? and, and see what yeah. I can get. Stressful. You're like, it's so exciting. I'm like, really? That's high anxiety. Uh. I'm, it's like, <laughs> it it's was like four. So... Like I need a house. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's very long <laughs> to get my house. <laughs> Everyone was screaming. Yeah. They're like, I got one, I got one, and then people were like, yeah. Are you gonna take this one? They're like, No, just take it, just take it. Like, and they were everyone like, fifty or sixty individual raid bosses, you know, like you, you right. like it, it's raiding, and yeah, it's true. Like everyone's trying to get their plot, and that is their raid boss. And I don't know, that must have been amazing just to hear everyone go, Oh, we got it, all the nerd screams, you know. We had like 60 or 70 people on voice that were going for houses. Yeah. So like everyone was in wow. a, like, they knew like the free company was going for one specific plot and everybody like stayed away from it. Like everybody worked together. Nobody went, it was a large plot too, you know, large mm -hmm. plots are really hard to get a hold of. Mm -hmm. So the fact that like yeah. 
people work together so the free company could actually get that one specific house was awesome. Like nobody went and stole it or anything like that. It was it was a fun time. I, I'm excited to see that happen again if Ishgard Housing comes out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really curious to see, see what happens with that. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think I've <laughs> mentioned this story before, but uh I I made a random friend through RP and mentioned I was trying to get a large house and this was years and years and years ago and they were a little easier to get because people didn't have money. <laughs> um yeah. Yeah. So I I mentioned it to this person just almost in passing. And we talked a couple times in chat after that and then just kind of ended up going our separate ways. And then like three weeks later, I got a tell from them like, hey, there's a large open at such and such and such spot. And that's how I got my FC large. Just <laughs> wow. a random nice person being like, I remember you. You wanted a large. I can't buy it. Here it is. Mm -hmm. is that so nice? sweet. That's so nice. Yeah. That's really sweet. Gosh. Yeah, we were remember up after. <laughs> Obviously, we were Go up ahead. when the servers launched for that. And mm -hmm. it was very different, like, trying to get a house with, with our, at the time, small FC, you know? Like, we were small-ish, and we were trying to snag a medium plot, and we had staked it out, and servers went live, and we, like, ran towards it, and it was super fun. And um, doing that versus, like, now trying to get a house anywhere on a server that is, like, cram-packed, was such a night and day experience because we snagged right. that house and it was easy versus like me trying to pick up a small house for RP purposes recently where I'm standing in front of that signpost for eight plus hours just like, please mm -hmm. free me from this hell. Mm -hmm. yes. <laughs> and then somebody yep. walks up two minutes before it goes up and they get it. Oh, I yep. hate that. But it is what it is, you know, like, mm -hmm. it sucks, I mean, but... yeah. I'd love to see a revamp, but it is like, it's funny because sometimes the things that can be really like, I don't know, frustrating to some degree, Rob on extreme being another right. one, like things that can be frustrating can be so memorable. And mm -hmm. it's like, it's Sonia, like it wasn't your fault. Again, like you were saying, people want those houses. Players are entitled to get those houses, but it's more like the system itself that makes right. it so that other people are frustrated. Right. But it's unfortunate that you had to take any of the backlash about that specifically when, you know, you just had a lot of people that wanted to do housing, right? I mean, our community is like, there's been um, times where housing has been extremely limited, like now. And mm -hmm. some of our, we'll have multiple free company members out camping a house to buy it and stuff like that. And then somebody will come up. There's been multiple times where like um, somebody's come up and they've been camping for a while too. And they're like, they finally talk because most people won't talk. They're just right. like spam, spam, spam the button, you know? Yeah. But then finally, you know, they, at some point they'll start talking to the people that are standing around the board too. And they'll say, uh, they'll explain that they're getting a free company house for the first time or something like that. And there's been multiple times um, where our whole free company has just walked away and they'll just let them have the house, you know, because it's more like a, a, our community is super positive. Like it's better for us to let it go. Um, and just work on something else, you know, then and them to be happy, then to take it and then be mad at us because we ended up taking another house because I honestly, when the housing, like when the housing is really limited, you'll see like five plus of our members out camping houses sometimes and people get really upset about that. But it's just a different part of the game. I mean, right. like I want to compare it mm -hmm. to rating and stuff like that. Like um, our community is just really into housing and stuff like that and we're not trying to be mean to people it, we're doing it all fairly just like everyone else but sometimes people get really upset and like like rick said it's because of the way that the system is set up i really mm -hmm. wish that they would lower the timer somewhat like a 12 hour max because i think right now from what people have like gathered it seems like it's somewhere between like a zero and 22 hour from what most people have picked up 
Um, we, nobody can really tell, you know, completely. Mm -hmm. But that's a really long time for somebody to sit there trying to, to spam a house to get a house. Right. Um, yeah. And I think that that's what makes it upsetting to most people and why people take it more seriously than it probably needs to be. Yeah. So hopefully we'll see yeah. changes it's, to that in the future. Yeah. We've it's, even, it's really we've been... <laughs> Oh, sorry, Fusion. No, I was just gonna say we've been talking uh, about Ishgard housing maybe being instanced or something. Yeah, even. yeah. go ahead. But please. You, please. I was gonna say it's it's really interesting, uh, you know, being around when when housing first came out because I can remember, you know, with my free company, you're like, oh, we're gonna take a couple weeks to run maps and then we'll buy the house because they were available weeks after, you know, when they yeah. first were introduced. And now, um, you know, I left a medium house on Hyberian when I transferred over to Gil Gilgamesh, and I remember just spending nights on the couch for four hours, just, you know, mashing my, my numpad zero and whatever, zero, just zero, a minute zero, zero. to try and get a house. And it would get to the point where like, I had to stop because my hand was so sore. Like, it's just, yeah. it's ridiculous now. It so, is ridiculous. Exactly my experience. Hopefully. <laughs> right. Galaxy, I hopefully they get a Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, no. I was going to ask Galaxy, did you ever get a house? Um, yeah. So, um, well, my first house was when housing first came out. Mm -hmm. So um, I had a free company on Adamantois and I just bought a small house and it was just me and my friends, like my real life friends. And it was so easy. <laughs> the hardest part was coming up with the money. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. um, I moved to Gilgamesh about a year ago um, with my best friend. And um, oh my God, we have, <laughs> it took us so long to find a house yeah. and we have a small house and now I um, was starting up a free company on Gilgamesh as well, but we don't, we can't get a house because um, they don't have any of the auto demolition stuff um, right. turned off right going now. on at the moment. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, but like I just remember I was at a house um, tag teaming with my friend, so I had ten hours of clicking the button to no avail. Then he had five hours. Then I woke up in the middle of the night to swap. Cause he had to, oh um, he's a firefighter, right? So he got called out to a fire. So he was like, I really need you to take over. So I woke up <laughs> and I'm sitting there on my PlayStation, um, in bed, just clicking this button. And then this guy, um, uh, or it might not have been a guy. I shouldn't say that this person came across and transferred their house to this plot that we'd been clicking uh, for probably oh. about 17 hours at that point. And then he goes, oh, shit, I didn't mean to do that. Um, I accidentally transferred my house here. Oh, no. Oh, oh like, no. Wait, 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 wait. You didn't <sighs> accidentally transfer your house here. There were so many buttons to click. Right. You did it on purpose, and then yeah. they transferred their house back. Oh, and it was no. an empty plot again. Reset and the, the timer. timer starts again. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Yeah. It was horrible. <laughs> So, so I, I gave so that's up. your bad experience. What's that's your good experience? <laughs> my good experience, not necessarily with housing. Yeah. <laughs> with streaming Final Fantasy. Yeah. yeah. And um, we knew there would be tangents. We said we oh, said yeah. we were would go yeah. off on tangents. This is now <laughs> yeah. a housing episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> oh, I don't know. Like the best experiences is everything else. Right. Like, I, I, I like Fair teaching trade. Um, I've liked doing um, blind runs of things. Um, I think teaching is what I really, really like to do. Um, I've had to take a backseat on that a little while just 
IRL stuff. I'm currently buying a house in real life. So yeah, <laughs> speaking of houses, yeah, um, right. <laughs> so um, I haven't been able to do that as much, but I'm really keen to get back into that because just just teaching people and showing people that um, everyone can raid right if they want to yeah um they don't have to if they don't want to but there's a lot there's a huge section of the community that feels like they're not good enough or because they're not like i don't know they're not xeno they're not violent destruction they're not zeph like they can't mm-hmm. do it like that's not true i feel I that way mm-hmm. i yeah. started savage raiding literally with the first tier of eden Mm. And that was my first time as white mage. And then I went and cleared T and then I blind progged the second tier. It's like, you can do it. It's yeah. You, you, yeah. you put the time into it. I'm not going to lie. Like I spent a lot of hours doing it. <laughs> but that's how you learn. Yeah. I know. I know for me, for, especially when it comes to like Savage, um, there's definitely that kind of little, like there's like an anxiety hurdle that you kind of have to get over. <laughs> but then once you get over it, you're like, oh, like whatever. Like, it, you know, once you get into that understanding that like, it's going to take time and you're going to fail, but eventually you'll get it done. Like that's, that's the hardest yeah. part is to just get in and, and kind of do it. Reading is dying. Back. Yeah. That's yeah. Reading is dying. Until you we just, that's what we always say whenever we're doing any kind of raids, like we go until we die. And then we just, and one time we won't die. Like my clear of T wasn't even expected to be a clear. Like we saw, we saw in rage like twice and then we're like, Oh, let's, um, practice this part again and then it was the clear by a long <laughs> shot and we're yeah. like nice <laughs> okay yeah, and i had a great feeling <laughs> i came up at 3 a.m it was 4 a.m and we cleared it i was like cool i'm going back to bed <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah galaxy i feel you on that i think mentoring in like a lot of different ways in the game like although obviously the official mentorship system people have a lot of thoughts and feelings about mm-hmm. like but the fact that like 14 can almost be like this is going to sound so silly but it goes back to 11 too right like a generational community of in a sorts where like mm. people learn and progress things or like you know pursue certain things that they love and then can pass that information on to other players and help them get into it and like you were saying even if you're brand new getting into it like i think some of my favorite memories have both been times where like i pushed myself to do something new like the first time that I ever cleared any kind of endgame content was Titan Extreme. And <laughs> I was doing it in Heaven Sword. And this yeah. was after I had come over from WoW and everything. And I was so apprehensive, but like I loved the game so much and I loved the content so much that I wanted to do those hard challenges because I really felt like it would mean something to me in the world. And so like I made these beautiful new friends that I had met who still like moderate and are still a part of the community. And my husband and I went in to do Titan X and everybody's like, why are you trying to do this synced? Why are you doing this at minimum eye level? And I was like, because I don't have gear that's better than minimum eye level. (laughs) (laughs) And also because I want to clear it the way it's supposed to be cleared. And I start, we started with Titan out of all of them, which is such a train wreck. If you've never done, you know, end game mechanics. And I remember we sat there for eight plus hours one day just trying to get cues and then running this thing. And it felt like ultimate to me because I could not comprehend what was happening on the screen. Like we had this friend who kept saying like, Rook, you have to wait for the first bombs to go and then you'll move. And I was like, "Mm mm-hmm. And in my head I was going, where are the bombs? 
I don't, even, I, don't I don't even see the bombs. I don't even see them when they go off. But you just keep telling me they're going off, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume they are, and then I die. So something's smiling way. But it's amazing, like starting there, and then like over time and patience, and with the help of a lot of people, and then eventually getting to the point where you can help people. Like I think for me, that's been one of the the greatest happinesses of 14 and streaming it right to be able to look back and then say to other players that come in like hey don't beat yourself up like we've all been there i literally could not even see the bombs on titan and now i could do them in my sleep like you you can do this trust me and there are people here who will help you and like the best parts of our community i think really 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 shine and there are still like troublesome areas and i've had a lot of bad experiences in raiding and things like that too but it's holding on to that and kind of giving yourself the patience and finding the right people to support you and um it's been amazing getting to meet so many people in the 14 community and i'm so grateful honestly for streaming to have even come into contact with a fraction of them right mm -hmm. let alone all of you here on the podcast like it's, <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> yes uh for me because i'm a lady i can talk about this too um, you can. <laughs> I don't. I don't do a whole lot of like streamer streaming like the rest of these ladies. Um, I've started to try to more recently, but uh, because of my schedule, I'm doing it in the middle of the night, and some people are around, and a lot of people aren't. Um, either way, um, I think the the most streaming that I do is when expansions drop. Because uh, we do our like long ass twenty four hour streams in shifts. Mm -hmm which are always really fun. Uh, and you always get the people who are coming in who, for whatever reason, can't get into the expansion those first couple of days and they're really excited and it's really fun to talk to them. So that's generally my favorite part of uh, streaming 14. I think mm. my favorite part of uh, streaming that I've done is uh, the games that actually let people in the chat uh, decide what's going to happen. I think the mm -hmm. example I gave last week mm -hmm. was Vermintide. Because, oh my gosh, people are both very mean and very nice. Because they'll give you these these terrible bosses. But then they're like, you know what? I beat you up a whole lot. Here's a potion. It's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> we did do once. And I still, I would still love to do like a big thing of this. A like equivalent, but with 14, where like viewers could set modifiers for different content mm -hmm. that we were doing. And like one of them was uh -huh. that we, we did a no UI or veil run, which was like oh geez the best hot disaster we did like first person runs of dungeons naked runs of dungeons uh all kinds of stuff so, so you're basically <laughs> taking that roulette wheel from fan fest yeah yes. i'm just giving it yeah. to the chat yeah like i love I, things like vermintide i do love that you can like have that interaction and you can definitely also set it up in 14 it's just more like on you to do it right yeah, like yeah. With other people yeah. yeah that's cute that's clever and dangerous, so dangerous. <laughs> First person yeah, I mean, know I... UI runs are hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was like um, E1S, and it was mm. just... Yeah. Imagine yes. trying to do that on Dancer. Oh, like, oh You know where the buttons no. are, but you, no. have, you don't know what, what's next. You don't know. Oh, that would be terrible. Combo. Right? You have no idea exactly what's proc. Any of the proc classes, yeah. you wouldn't be able to. It'd be rough. I'm, I'm just uh, imagining it. Just as a caster, I'm like, so you mean to tell me I have to be looking at them the entire time? Like, you yeah. know, like for melee, you can kind of turn sideways, you know, but for caster, like, good luck. 
right? And then he won yeah. when they or like, like ninja, right? It's like yeah. why did they add a bunny hat to the game? No, that's he's just oh. being terrible at it. So <laughs> yeah. I mean, hat. that's rough. you could with enough training, but like, man, I yeah. don't think yeah. I could do it off of the main job that I play. Definitely not. Yeah, it, it's it's spicy. It's fun. Yeah. It's spicy. Yeah. Um, Zen, I did love that you brought up to the release day, like release anything, right? Like mm -hmm. whether you're streaming release day or you're like just playing release day on your own. I definitely think at most there's like a special excitement to whether it's new content, new patch, new expansion, like new X-Pack. Although we get a lot of new stuff, it's not always even just my favorite because of the new stuff. It's my favorite because like everybody comes together again mm -hmm. and everybody is mm -hmm. like touching base and having this like new adventure mm -hmm. and this new journey. And that's so fun. Seeing all the new worlds, all the new zones, that's always my favorite part. Just like getting into a place you've never seen before and you're just like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You're with you. yeah. 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 I, yeah. I still get goosebumps thinking back to the uh the Amarant reveal. Like that's I don't think any it's it's gonna take something huge to top that for me, I think, with with zones and stuff in the game. <laughs> yeah, that one was pretty amazing. Um when I'm trying oh. to think about like oh go ahead. My least favorite part of streaming is and this is gonna pull it pull it back around mm -hmm. to the to the topic. Having to get ready for a stream. Mm. Oh my gosh, mm. that's such a good one. I yeah. didn't even think didn't about even think that. that. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you you guys under the bus a little. Dudes can roll out of bed and get it. on camera and <laughs> mm -hmm. and they're, they're nobody's gonna say anything as long as maybe they like did like this and smoothed mm -hmm. down their hair, right? Headphones smooth down their hair. They don't even have to comb there's, it. There's a reason I cut this so short, so I don't have to do anything. <laughs> yeah. If if uh I, I haven't hap had it happen very often. Our audience uh, for Aetherite Radio is is very kind. But in the past, we have had people come on and and make comments like, oh, look at that dog, right? And it's like, <gasps> sorry. Sorry, I didn't what? tie up one today. What? Are you there, sick? There has <laughs> been, um, and, and I'm not going to say what was said, but um, there is a reason you'll, you'll notice we don't have the chat on screen for, right. for when mm -hmm. we do these shows. Um, we had Susan Calloway on. Mm -hmm. one episode and we had a couple of those you know people that just like to come in and troll and mm -hmm. they were just throwing out some stuff about her and it's like all right well now you know we have to go back obviously we're editing that out we don't want that displayed anywhere yeah. on the the video mm -hmm. but after that we're like we're just not gonna have stream up anymore because even if you come in and block stuff it's you know it's still gonna pop up there for that that quick second and you know what like everybody in the chat like today everybody's awesome but and it's what we say about the community right the majority are just really awesome people, but every so often you run into like that one person mm -hmm. that is just not that really one bad nice. Egg. And so yeah. th that one bad oh. egg can ruin something for everybody, right? And so that's, yeah, yeah. We, we don't have chat on the stream because of, of that one particular episode. It was just, it's like, it's terrible. It's, so there, yeah. there are definitely days where I get up and I feel fine and I don't care what anybody has to say. I'll throw on my glasses. I probably brush my hair, whatever. But usually, you, uh, I'm going to say probably the majority of women streamers go through some sort of getting ready, a little bit of makeup, something, maybe wear a nice shirt, who knows, whatever, whatever is part of your routine. But I'm pretty sure like 98% of women streamers probably have some kind of routine before mm -hmm. they can get, they feel comfortable getting on camera because either, either it's just how they want to present themselves or they're afraid of some jerk coming in and being like, oof. And I mean, honestly, mm -hmm. there's it's it's a lose lose because mm -hmm. there seems to be just more of a 
a tendency for people to view like a female broadcaster like her physical appearance is something that they feel entitled to comment on and like you yeah. like the terrible things that you heard said i mean it doesn't matter whether you have makeup on or not like I tell people I wear makeup a lot of times for stream because one, I have two enormous lights directed at my face. Mm -hmm. And if I don't have makeup on, it's not just like me without makeup. It's like, who is that ghoul in that room? <laughs> <laughs> and why, why does she look like she's dying? And it's like, that's something so that I can be clear. I can be crisper. You can see my features more as I like react and makeup does that as well. Like it enhances a lot of that. But I get people who come in who are like on days where, I mean, yeah, we did a few no makeup streams. We had people come in who are like, why do you look so ugly today? And you're like, well, thanks, man. Word choice. And then there's the flip side too. Like, uh, too much makeup. Like, what's up with all of that? Whatever. And I've got, I like this, whatever. So screw off. And I've noticed like Final Fantasy specific, this is kind of weird. This is like a weird thing to comment on. But there are some female broadcasters and like, I adore all of them who have, you know, kind of taken to, I think, getting into the raid scene and um, like as part of kind of the energy and stuff, like they won't wear a lot of makeup and things like that. And they're just kind of chilling and they're just doing their thing. And I'm like, I love watching that. And then I'll have people that will come over from their communities and say to me, like, do you ever not wear makeup like X? Because mm. X is more real than you. But because you have makeup on, I feel like you're fake. And I'm like, we're both humans. <laughs> Girl does not wear makeup today. She busy. She progging. Like, what? <laughs> like, I put makeup on because of the aforementioned lights today. Like, literally, all that's separating us is a is a wet wipe. Like, if I wiped my face off, there it is. It's <laughs> like, yeah. it's very weird. Um, I saw in chat somebody mentioned too. We had somebody last week that I actually just cackled at. Um, I thought it was so hilarious. Who came in and said the only thing that they walked in and they said. You are ugly, and I hate your stream. But if you want, <laughs> if you want internet boyfriend, DM me. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. I mean, shoot your shot, but that is not the shot to shoot. Uh, there's oh, this no. mindset amongst certain, I'm going to say males, sorry, mm -hmm. uh, that You're breaking down, breaking down a woman is the way to get her to like you. Yeah, yes. okay. It's no. not. Don't. What's wrong no. with you? No. No. And the, the really sad part is, is, is sometimes this works on on really insecure girls who, who yeah, don't crush. know better. And it's. Ah, I wish that people wouldn't do that. It just makes it worse. Ugh. Yeah. It's, yeah. You know. We, I didn't even think we about like, getting ready. Oh, yeah. go ahead. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Go, 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 go. Oh, no. I was just saying, you know, we were talking about WoW and, you know, their recent controversies mm. plural um and you know reading some of the things that that some of those people were saying to some of those women it was exactly that it was negging until you broke them down and it's like I, what what I, I don't understand i just wish that it i don't know what One of those things that i've never experienced in somebody's head to think that that's okay just Leave, leave this poor person alone. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. What were you going to say, Galaxy? <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, I didn't even, like, think of this, like, getting ready as a thing that is a female thing. Mm -hmm. Like, but now that I think about it, 
I take more time to get ready for stream than I do for work. Um, I will go to work without makeup on. I won't stream without makeup on. So I woke up at 4 a.m. today so I could do my makeup before we started. Sorry. <laughs> so, um, like, I didn't even think of that. And then the only times that I have streamed without makeup, um, I've actually turned my cam off. And they were when I was progging tea. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was 3 a.m. It extends yeah, a little I'm bit into, into marketing, I think, too, right? To an extent. Mm. Oh, sorry. There you go. go ahead. No, go ahead. So I find myself turning my camera off too. Um, or I feel like the like I feel like I have to apologize the whole time that I look like shit yes. on stream for lesser words. Mm. Like I just I'm like, I'm sorry yeah. that I look tired today. I'm sorry that I'm not wearing makeup. I'm sorry I look like a troll. And everyone's always really nice. They're always like, oh, don't worry about it. And I'm like, I get it because like I've gone to other streamers streams where they're not wearing makeup and they're doing the same thing. They're apologizing the whole time that they look like poop or something like that. And I'm sitting there watching them and I'm like, girl, you're beautiful. Like, don't even like feel that way. Like, there's no reason to feel that way. But like on the other side, like you still feel the urge to either shut your camera off or apologize, you know, and it it does kind of suck. Like, it's not just about makeup, though, if you think about it, like a lot of uh, male streamers, and it doesn't have to be Final Fantasy. It can be like any game. Um, they can get angry. They can have a concentration phase. They can not say anything, not chat, not interact with their chat at all. And they don't get shit for it. Hmm. Yeah. But if I don't, sometimes it has been like, if I don't answer something in chat, the person will say, oh, the streamer didn't, didn't respond. Like, and then they'll redo it. They'll be like, oh, she doesn't like me, so I'm just going to go now. I was literally like, I, about I have to say, she doesn't come like me. Bubbly or she, uh, she's ignoring me. She doesn't care about me. Uh, that I hear that all the time. And it's like, I just, and it always happens if I'm like in tea or something. It's like, dude, <laughs> this is hard. Like, mm-hmm. it's not easy. Yeah. And I'm already apologizing for how grumpy I look, which is just my focus face. <laughs> like, I have strong there's, eyebrows I, I, when I frown. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's that, that weird expectation that, like, you're there for them to cater to right. their needs. And that's, no, you're there for you. Right. It's, like it's you're, you know, it's there for them instead of there with them. Because with, with males, you know, I've been in a lot of, I watch a lot of streamers, I mean, from time to time. And it's like, oh, yeah, we're just bros. We're just hanging out. And you're not allowed really to have that same interaction. It's more of a, I'm here to present for you. And, and it's just, it's one of those interesting dichotomies. And we were talking about it uh, during um, uh, People of Color in streaming with, uh, with B. And she was saying that, you know, she couldn't, you know, like, be what she wanted to be at the time. Like, I, I, she couldn't play the music because she had to do what they're expecting of her. And I'm sure, you know, she would say just the same as well. Like, she doesn't go on without makeup. You know, it's just one of those checklists that you have to go through that, yeah, we don't have to go through. Yeah. And, like, that carries over. I can't stop thinking, Sonia, about you talking about seeing that difference between how people address Tom and how people address you. Mm. I was and... actually just going to say something about that, too. No, but you guys... go ahead. Um, I noticed because sometimes we'll do solo streams and it's just one of the other two of us, but I can definitely tell a difference in the way that people interact with Tom. Tom is like, like what Galaxy said. He's literally 
doesn't say much. He's very straight faced. He's very blunt and dry with his responses when he's playing. Um, and I'm feel like, uh, and people are fine with it, but when I am solo on stream, there's like, if I have like a bad day or I'm just kind of feeling like myrrh or some kind of quiet, people are constantly asking me what's wrong, you know, and like, um, or asking why I'm not so upbeat, why I'm not bubbly, why I'm not laughing as much or something like that. And it does, I can definitely tell a huge difference in like when we're both solo streaming, like the way that the interactions are, like I'm definitely held to a different standard than he is. Um, and it feels like pressured sometimes. I, I would say in like the last, like six months we've actually taken some time off because i instead of getting on stream and like feeling like i I should just to stream for the sake of streaming so i don't miss a day um instead of like me coming on stream and just kind of being myrrh and kind of like playing my game and doing my thing you know like i would if i wasn't streaming um that i just take the day off instead of coming to stream like that and not being able to like fake being bubbly and put my makeup on and pretend everything's okay and stuff kind of like that whereas tom can just show up and just do that himself every time he solo streams. It is definitely rough sometimes, for sure. Yeah. There's like an emotional, like that emotional I don't labor that's almost put mm -hmm. on female, like female streamers or, right. you know, women who broadcast. And it even, I've noticed it carry over into so many different things. Like I had to close my DMs on Discord. And, and this has been something that like, I, I held out on it for so long. I've, fought for it and like all of my moderators were saying like rook you've got to just close them you've got to just close them and i was like i really don't want to cut myself off to people but it got to the point where like the communications could be anything from like a completely benign message every like hour that was just sent to me constantly like wanting me to respond why aren't you responding to me did you see the thing that i posted for you did you see it why aren't you responding to me to like very threatening very terrifying things that would show up in my dms and it's like that full range of stuff didn't seem to be happening to my male moderators or to even male broadcasters that I know. But like for me, it was something that I had to wade through every single day. And when I would, you know, initially feel bad and I'd like open my DMs up to somebody who was like pestering my moderators saying like, I have to talk to Rook. I have to talk to Rook, please. And then I'd open it. I would get weird foot fetish stuff or I'd get a weird like this weird stuff that would just show up in my DM box. Uh, and I was like, buddy, I opened this because I thought maybe you really needed somebody, but this is what happened. And here we are. And now my DMs are shut down forever. Like, and that's because I, I literally could not expend the emotional labor for it anymore. And the same goes for so many other spaces, even in game. Like when I was in that raid with all the guys, or I'm in a raid with guys, it's unbelievable to me how I will take the, a lot of times the brunt of most of the criticism, the like, you know, immediately, like it's gotta be something here or, you know, whatever. And they'll, they will like rip each other a new one and the whole, like, you know, it'll like devolve in a matter of seconds. And then I get DMs from every member of the group being right. like, my feelings were hurt by so-and-so. And I'm like, <laughs> tell them. <laughs> why are you telling me <laughs> like, why, why am i now the one that has to be the feelings receiver <laughs> remember when you blamed that that mechanic on me that you fucked up yeah my feelings, my were, hurt feelings too. were hurt <laughs> because, because, because you become raid mom yeah that's how it is you yeah immediately become raid mom I actually like, even get hold that in my static. I'll uh, like jump into Discord and one of my tanks is like, hey, Raid Mom. I'm like, 
And it's like, part of me is happy. I'm like, I'm sure probably for you too, because we are passionate about helping people, right? Like part of me is happy to be somebody that can be there. But Sonia, like you were saying, we can't always be 100% bubbly, happy, constantly listening. And like, there's a huge bravery and vulnerability that goes into those streams where sometimes you do turn that cam on and you're like, look, guys, it's not a great day. And it's I feel really weird. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's 2020. It's 2020. Right <laughs> like, and you do feel like you have to apologize all the time or like you're failing somehow or you're letting people down somehow or like you just aren't worth being there because you're not doing it. And yeah. I, I really don't think that as many male broadcasters have, some do, but like, I, I don't necessarily think that as many of them have to deal with it to the extent that a lot of us do, be it in game or on stream, right? Right. Yeah, you know, Tom I definitely doesn't deal with it as much as I do. Like it's <laughs> constant. Like, I mean, the, the last couple of messages I've got are always to me, you know, about something somebody needs or something somebody, I mean, I get it. Like I'm probably like more easier to approach based on our personalities and stream and stuff like that. But sometimes, like there's certain things that could have gone to Tom, but for some reason always end up coming to me still. <laughs> so, cause again, the stream mom thing, like, you know, or raid mom thing, like people just kind of like do that instead. Like Tom's like, I wish they would message me once in a while. I can answer things too, but everyone always comes to me. And well, with the weird stuff out. too, I have gotten those, I have gotten those messages too. Like you're like, it's so cringy. Oh, yeah. But I haven't had to deal with it as much as some of you guys have. So, or I don't know how many of you guys have, but some of my friends have that I've heard of. So I feel a little bit blessed to not have to deal with it as much. <laughs> so, question really quick uh, for all of you guys. Well, all of, all of you girls. <laughs> do you have another, if you're in a raid group, do you have another girl in that raid group also? I do, yeah. I do now. Now yes. I do. Okay. <laughs> So my right. whole body I do, I do well. Well. Oh, really? We don't. I'm actually the only girl on the team. Mm. <laughs> I feel like um it's it's an interesting uh thing to have at least two women on a, in a raid group because well, first of all, people uh if you're especially if you're not in charge of that raid group, uh the people in charge very likely might be extra hypercritical and then they also kind of want to keep you as the token. Mm. Like we we let one girl mm -hmm. in because we girls are okay. They can do this stuff all right. But I really enjoy having a second woman in the raid group who I feel is also a badass and like <laughs> just right. it, it's not a competition at all. I mm -hmm. feel like that's it's a it's a prime situation where especially in younger uh, groups of people you want to. Uh, guys are going to want to pit those girls against each other. Mm -hmm. So I really enjoy being in a situation with this other woman where we are butts and nobody in the raid group is taking sides at any point being like, you know what? You're the cooler girl. No, nobody <laughs> gives a crap about that. But right. I've been in situations like that. Yeah. It's weird. But you guys. No? I've dealt oh. with that in WoW. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. Like, um, people would make fun of other girls because they were they would sound like crabby or dry kind of like you know with their stuff and people would make fun of them or they would literally call them the bitch of the group kind of thing and stuff like that and compare other girls to other girls and i'm like the, there's other guys in the team that are acting like jerks and then some are nice why why do we get pointed out compared to why are we getting compared to each other when there's other people that do the same thing that are 
that aren't female. So I have seen it. I haven't seen it in Final Fantasy, but I've seen it in WoW for sure. Yeah, I haven't experienced it. I think like my group when it was uh, all males except for me was perfect. And we have another female. It's still perfect. Like (laughs) I happen to have a really good team. So none of them are judgmental. Anyone who was judgmental, they're not part of the team anymore. So, you know, um, I would say that our group has had pretty pretty good experiences I don't feel like I've ever been blamed for things that weren't my fault other than uh with one of our previous healers who we then got rid of so like yeah I would say my group I've been lucky um I can definitely see it happening because that did happen to me in my raid group on destiny Mm -hmm. um I would get blamed for anything and everything so uh like I would have a role that I would always do and then they changed it up uh, and one of the other people who played the same class as I did decided to use the same skill set that I did. And then they're like, why do we have two warlocks using this skill set? And I was like, you mean the skill set that I have been using specifically for this raid, for this purpose, and you didn't tell me that you changed? So, yeah. like, yeah, I have experienced it, just not in Final Fantasy. Yeah, I kind of got, like, a little, like, um, panicked over it in WoW and had some, like, bad experiences, so I didn't really want to raid when I came over to Final Fantasy. I just really wanted to play casual, but we actually just started raiding, like, a month ago, Um, but we only are raiding with our mod team, and it ends up being, like, all guys, but, like, um, they're super respectful, and everybody has fun. I don't feel like I'm treated any differently on it, and it's more comfortable for me to be in that setting with all my moderators than to just join like a random team you know that i applied for and stuff so maybe in the future i'll feel more comfortable but i've had like i said bad experiences so Mm. where i'm at right now is super comfy Mm. yeah it definitely makes a huge difference having people that like you trust and you know and that like respect you around you when you're doing stuff like that and i mean even if people are just getting into it for the first time going in with people that you know are going to be patient or understanding or just you know, not not cause problems. And of course, like in those tense environments, sometimes things can come out or people can, you know, sort of change in some way because there is a lot on the line in a sense, you know, with like rating and, and progging it, I guess, to some to some degree <laughs> for me, I'm like, it's yeah. fine, guys. It's a game. Like, we don't have to all lose our minds over this. Like, it's okay. Calm um, down. It's only a game. Down. Why do you have to be mad? It's not a game. <laughs> but... I, I'm trying to think like right now my group has been, I mean, pretty good. Like, and in the past, like I said, that kind of like emotional labor thing or like automatically being raid mom or automatically being the one that has to like constantly negotiate mediations or constantly, constantly sort out every single tiny bickering thing like that, that has happened. Um, and I guess weirdly too, I've had sometimes and I, and I've seen this, and I'm curious if anybody else has seen this in 14 or MMOs, right? Just in general, right? It seems like I do sometimes encounter like female players that oh my gosh I love and respect and adore um but then I'll notice that there like are people around them and they don't always have to be men like sometimes it's it's sometimes it is another woman but like there can be this tendency to like find those like women in the community that do like we were saying earlier maybe have like a lack of confidence or self-esteem or that might be kind of stuck at home or might be sort of dealing with a lot of things and then to like this is going to sound really strange but bear with me to like almost try to like make them their pet in a sense in game 
where like they feel like they have some kind of like ownership over them and like they have some sort of right to like dictate what they're doing or who they're playing with or how like and i've raided with women before that have like um you know been in situations like this where like i sit there and i watch the way this other person treats them and i'm like why do you what mm. you just let them say that like and i'll hop in and i'm like no 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 what like <laughs> hold up what did you just say but like i know so many people in in the community even that have struggled with that or like really had difficulties finding ways to set their own boundaries because maybe they're sort of you know suffering and and there will be this like energy to like pursue them or find them and it's this possessiveness like chad is saying mm. yeah and <clears throat> i'm always just like it always unnerves me to some degree because i feel really lucky to be in a place right now myself where like i feel confident and happy in you know where i am in the online space but like i know like a younger me a lot of times may have struggled with that and even on chat or in chat sometimes i'll get people who who assume that because you are like a female broadcaster or something that like they can sort of dictate how you play or do things mm. and and it just always like it's just that little bit of it like if you see it happening if anybody sees it happening please like help stop it because it's so uncomfortable and like lift those people up that need that encouragement but like i don't know if anybody else has witnessed this or if it's just me no I, definitely have it happened to yeah. me <laughs> yeah um. but, like i'm not a pushover um not saying that all of the girls it can happen to guys too i'm not saying yeah. necessarily that they are pushovers I guess what I'm that's more of me trying to be confident in me um <laughs> but like um it was like there was this guy who was in a raid team who I helped teach um Leviathan Savage um from Eden Leviathan um and uh like at first everything was fine he wanted more help but then I would like be streaming my reclears every week with the group that I did it with at the time and then he would DM me saying that he's jealous that I'm getting the clears and I'm doing this and that he's not playing with me and that I don't wait for him. I was like, I've never waited for you. I helped you this one time get a clear. Um, and like he would just, yeah, he would like try to take over my stream. He would try to take over who I was talking to and trying to teach. Um, and in the end, I was just like, I'm not dealing with this. Like I was nice. I kind of was just like, pushing it to the side for a bit but like when I finally like put my foot down um I would then get dms saying that I really hurt him that you know um that how I acted wasn't fair and things like that and it's just like I I, I was just playing the game I, did, I didn't do anything <laughs> so, yeah I think like I've definitely experienced it um had but stuff happen like that to me too too much it's definitely one of those uh you gave them a breadcrumb and they were like where's the sandwich mm. yeah uh like they they suddenly expected that they got all of your attention because you hung out with them one time and mm -hmm. I've, I've also experienced that i've also experienced uh I, I didn't really think about it but i experienced what what brooke was describing with right. uh uh high high energy lady trying to be like oh we're friends you're just gonna do with everything i say now right and i guess they thought that i was gonna do it and i that that ain't me that ain't mm -hmm. me brah so <laughs> so then they're not my friend anymore because they i i think i probably would have still tried to be friends with this person but as soon as they were like oh you're not 
you're not my puppet? No, they they completely flip flopped. And and this is kind of a little bit what I was talking about with uh, women being in a situation where you come to a head with another lady. And I think it goes beyond uh, video games as well. It's it's in everyday life. It's everywhere. Life, society, everything tries to pit ladies against ladies. And I'm I'm liking the place where I am, where I'm not having that issue so much. And it sounds like you guys are in the same place too. So yay for that. Mm-hmm. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yay. <laughs> I mean that. You know, I can't speak from experience being the target of any of this, but, you know, my history of MMOs has always been rating, always been as close to world first as my schedule can get me to. You know, I got to it in Wildstar, rip Wildstar, but, uh, <laughs> you know, there were just so many times where I would get into a guild where I'm just bouncing around guilds trying to find one. And you you have this La Reveal Magnifico. You know, you're going through like, okay, you're a good player. Okay, yeah, we'll we'll let you into, you know, officer chat or something. You get you get elevated. And then you find this just this hive of like, well, that and I I heard it myself. Well, that's my rogue. What? Well, she, you know, she's not very good. So I try and help her and also and, you know, they start taking conversations to places where they think it's okay to go to. It's like, that's not, what, isn't this, this is a video game. That, that's, what are you talking about, right? Um, and it's just, it's just insanity to know that that is very prevalent. Hopefully, you know, and we're talking about it being less prevalent at 14. But we, you know, we just saw so many people unmasked for doing that, um, mm-hmm. you know, in other communities, so. Uh, you know, I did have a question uh, about you all and streaming, especially. Are there any like phrases or topics that you just will not touch because you think if I say this, if I do this, someone's going to take it, and then that's where chat's going to go? You know, kind of like these these things that you you try not to to even start the conversation on. Do you do you find yourself having to worry about those sort of things? Or, you know, it could be that your community is good enough not to. Yeah, there, I mean, I've, yes. Right, of course. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, there have been things. I This is going to sound so goofy. And, and I, I don't seem to care. I don't care about it as much anymore. Mm-hmm. But when I first started streaming, I was actually really, really conscious about not putting my characters in revealing outfits. Mm. I don't know if anybody else has done this. Because the few times that I would put, like, a character in something skimpy... I would have a slew of comments in the chat like, ooh, like you're wearing, mm, like, mm. I'd get on that. And I'd be like, that is my avatar. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, people be like, I like watching that butt go. And I'm like, me too. I'm very pansexual, but we don't have to talk about it here. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know. like, we can talk about it, but like in a liberating sense, not in like a, please stop making mm. weird comments in the chat. Like, Eventually, I was just like, screw it. The two B bottoms exist, and I'm a Viera. So I just have been living my truth ever since. But (laughs) I mean, there definitely are things, or I'll note that, like, if I make a joke that is maybe a little bit Mm -hmm. risque or something, risque or family Uh. adjacent, the chat will go one to a hundred. Like right. that, like it'll mm. go from just like, you know, um, oh, yeah, this funny little goofy thing that was said to people saying stuff in chat that is like straight up explicit. And I'll be sitting there like. 
don't. <laughs> Somebody will be like, I got auto modded. And I'm like, yes, because what you wrote was like an R rated fanfic snippet. Just got caught. Like, uh. it's very, like, it's very weird. And even like when I say something joking, which is not totally joking, but it's joking adjacent, like with Shiva, for example, like, mm -hmm. step on me, Shiva, because I do love when Shiva steps on me. Right. It's like suddenly the chat will sometimes take that and it'll be like, ha ha ha, step on me. And then again, the fanfic that's R-rated gets put in the chat. <laughs> I'm, like, yeah. I'm like, you wouldn't <laughs> do this anywhere else. Like, what is happening? Right. The thing is, though, that they would. As soon as you open up the floodgates just a little bit, they're like, ooh, I can talk about <laughs> terrible things now you don't actually want to hear about. Yeah. Mom. And like, sometimes it is just fun, but sometimes it like there are it's moments where I can talk. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely one thing that I for a long time didn't want to talk about. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was uh anyone coming in with comments like titty streamer or mm -hmm. did you see that so and so uh, did this today in in the community or um I'm glad you're not a titty streamer and stuff like that. And like for a long time we would just like delete it or ban the person. Or we just wouldn't talk about it. But then I got to a point where, like, I just got tired of having those comments in general where people would come in and say things like that. Like, I'm glad that you you don't have your tits out on stream kind of thing, you know? Like, and I'd be like, you know what? Like, what does it matter? Like, we all have boobs. If so-and-so wants to wear that, then more power to her. And I, after saying that for a long time, when people would come in with these comments, um, it started to, like, go away. Honestly, because I think people started to get the feel of how I felt about it. Um, I mean, it happens once in a while, but like for the most part, after me like saying it, you know, a few times, it just hasn't, I haven't had to listen to it. But for a long time, it was something we definitely would try to avoid talking about in stream because um, it would bring up heated, heated things. People, everybody has their opinion on it and mm. everybody wants to use Twitch chat for it. So, because <laughs> that's the place. I'm playing Final Fantasy. Why not talk about it here, guys? <laughs> you know, so. It's probably the only thing I think that I really not wanted to speak on in the past, but I think yeah, that's it's, the only it's thing. Always... Oops, it's okay, go go. I was, I was gonna say it's always weird um, for for me watching uh, streams with with when a when a woman is present. Like so, there's a there's a retro games chain in Seattle. I I, I know I've talked about this at least off stream before mm -hmm. with some of you guys, but. Um, Every so often, like he'll have his wife or a female employee or something helping out, and there's always people coming in like, "Oh, who's the girl?" Like, I, do they not realize how much of a creep they sound like? Right. Like, it's why would you? I don't understand it. It's so weird to me. Like, it's just another person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, sometimes just I you. don't know. Tom will do a solo stream, and new people will come in, and then they like I can on stream the next day, and they do the same thing. They're like, "Oh, who's this girl?" And like, well. I've always been here. <laughs> I'm his wife. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. I, th I think for, for me, then I, I guess I kind of have a question too along those lines. It's like, where, where is the line drawn between like, okay, somebody's just like something like that. But then like, you know, when do you decide, okay, that's it. And you just bam them or, or whatever. Like, cause it's, it's probably, like there's it's probably a, sense. Like, yeah, use your, I don't, use I don't, your common sense. You, if you would not walk up to a stranger and and say this thing, don't say this thing. Yeah, right. 
I mean, uh, for us in particular, when that happens, like we'll answer honestly and blunt and be like, I'm his wife. We're a couple streamer. We're here together all the yeah. time. Yesterday he was solo streaming. If people respond with something respectful, like they understood and that like, obviously the way we were responding wasn't laughing or finding anything funny of what they said, then it's okay. Like we'll let it slide and, you know, watch how they interact past that. But there have been times where people have like cracked jokes like, oh, well, I guess I'm just going to leave then kind of thing, you know, and like we're just like, OK, bye, ban, you know, like yeah, right. we'll help you, help yeah, you, yeah, more, yeah. you know, kind of. Um, but luckily, most people, I think, in our community um, or people that have like ventured to our community are pretty respectful when we answer honestly and we're not mm -hmm. like, you know, rude back or we're not like finding it funny what they said because i think a lot of people do it to like think that they're going to be funny and make mm -hmm. a joke and then when you respond appropriately they sometimes switch their the way that they're talking to you a little bit so it's kind of like them you know putting out a flyer like can i say this here can i get <laughs> yeah. away with this yeah exactly you know? it's yeah it's like how we were just saying too i mean as as soon as you know, a, a certain kind of narrative gets even hinted at. People are just going, going. you know, on it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm guilty at leading my community into some of those jokes. <laughs> and like, I, there have been times where like, I'm kidding around and then it yeah. does go too far. And I'm like, I won't even read what somebody says in chat because it, it definitely was too far, you know, yeah. like, um, so sometimes we'll delete those, but yeah. I can mm -hmm. see how it can easily get just like drifted into a, a further conversation that was never meant to be. Right. Yeah, sometimes it yeah. does. And I, I think like common sense, it's funny because I think when I started streaming, the idea of like, at least then in regards to like, you know, how do you tell if you should ban somebody, right? Initially, I thought, oh, this will be a really no brainer common sense thing. Like, I will know when to ban them. And then when I got more and more into, especially a stream that is like community driven, that common sense sometimes is like, I have no idea, you know, mm -hmm. and you have to, you sit there and it's it's a decision and it's it's something that you have to do or sort of evaluate. And I think over time, I have come to better identify like somebody who is trolling, harassing, like actually really trying to cause problems, who, you know, does seem to have some sort of malicious intent or have some sort of, you know, trackable pattern of doing weird things or like mm -hmm. upsetting things to other members versus somebody who might be really trying to engage and really trying to connect with the community but who might be socially awkward or you know we have a lot of fam um that have asperger's and things too so like i've had a lot of really frank conversations with people about like how can we all communicate better and like how can we all like negotiate the space better and sometimes there are people as well who sonia like you were saying you just need to set the tone for them and then when they eventually pick up on that tone or that thing that you're not going to talk about or that thing, like they can get on board, but you may, it may be rocky, right? Yeah. So like in those cases, I usually, I've got a, an amazing moderation team. I'll just be straight up honest. And I will usually say, here's everything we know. And we like keep track of a lot of stuff and we are always communicating. And I'll ask everybody, how does everyone feel about this? Because it's a lot of different diverse opinions and perspectives. And then we'll all kind of like round table about it. And if we do agree, like, yes, at this point, we feel like this person has been like proven that they are a negative impact on the community, then we will take, you know, appropriate action and we keep track, like track or track of strikes and stuff, you know, or like little things. And if we feel like it's somebody where we're like, you know what, I think they really are trying. They just may need a little more help. We'll try to like 
work with them through it. Usually in the chat, it's pretty easy. Somebody comes in as like show boobs. You're like, bad. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Right. But, like, but there are these more gray areas, especially mm-hmm. building or FC running or stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Mm. There's always the issue of text also. Mm-hmm. Somebody somebody could say something and be joking. Somebody could say something and be serious. And sometimes those same words are coming- sarcasm and stuff doesn't yeah. always come through with yeah. text. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much how our mod team is too. Like we talk about things and figure out whether or not it was appropriate and appropriate. Somebody has to go, if somebody can stay, if they just need more, you know, maybe we need more time to understand who they are and, you know, kind of thing. So there was a case where like somebody was super like they were venturing through all of the streamers communities within our community and they would um, come off as a know-it-all kind of because I think they lived in a different country and they were more brash in the way that they would explain things. And a lot of people took it offensively. And I was like, I think that he doesn't mean any harm. He's just trying to be helpful. He just comes off saying things a little more brash and blunt and not so sweet. And there's no harm by it. But a lot of people were like super offended by like him just like being blunt about things and stuff like that. And Honestly, in time of us responding to him, like even when you come to our stream and try and act like a nodal, or he'd be really brash or blunt with some of the stuff you'd say in stream, the way we responded to him helped mold him and get him used to our community. So we didn't have to ban him because, I mean, this was like a year ago and he's still around now. So, you know, mm-hmm. just took time of reading people and understanding how other people are, are interacting with each other in order for him to, like, I guess, mold to that and see how the community was. Maybe he came from a community that was like that before, but maybe our community helped him to see how to act better, which could have helped other people who interacted with him, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that that's one of the nice things, too. I mean, you know, going back to the, the, the stream I was talking about, it's it's always, you know, you get the people like, oh, who's that, babe, or whatever. But then you have everybody else in the chat's like, hey, don't be a creep. You know, like <laughs> that community is kind of helps to police itself and, and keep itself in check yeah. in a way, um, especially when you have, you know, these these trolls or these people that maybe don't, quite know that what they're saying isn't the best thing to say mm-hmm. or or something like that streaming teaching one idiot at a time not to be socially awkward <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> i mean we all have right i think many of us who play video games have our own awkwardness and it's just sure. about like figuring out how to all be awkward together in a way that, like, <laughs> that is good for everyone you know mm-hmm. <laughs> galaxy did you have something you wanted to say earlier was there yeah. something that you wanted to add uh, oh yeah, it was about like what we don't want to talk about on mm. stream. I think um, when I first started streaming, um, I felt awkward. I didn't want to mention that I had a boyfriend. I didn't want to mm. like, you know, we had to change all the mic settings to make sure he couldn't be heard in the background. Um, or if like he came and passed me a drink, people would be like, who just passed you a drink? Like. So I didn't really want to, like, bring anything about that up. Um, I don't know why. I just kind of felt like it was something that, as a girl streamer, you couldn't do uh, because they wouldn't want to watch because all of a sudden you're not obtainable. Mm. Um, but I, I I got way over that. So, like, now I'm, I'm always like, oh, Maddie, do this. Maddie, do that. And, like, he'll... Like he's now known as like the the floating arm because he'll bring me food. 
<laughs> and things like that. Or the chat will hear him like while he's playing games in the other room. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, he must have got a good kill in Apex or something like that. <laughs> like screaming. And it's become this thing that's been really, really good. We can laugh about it. But one thing that I have noticed, like, and this is like from how we've talked about chat going from zero to 100, like really quickly. Um, if I was to say, oh, I'm not a fan of Matt today, he's stinky, and I'm just joking or whatever, you know, this has never happened, but just just as a hypothetical, um, there have been some members in chat that would, like, take that and run with it, and then all of a sudden my boyfriend is stinky, he's gross, he's disgusting, and then another day it'll be like, oh, where's stinky Matt? And mm-hmm. it's like a completely different other day, and it's like, uh yeah that's my boyfriend who i really really love by the way so yeah can we not so my mods are pretty good with that though they'll be like can we just stop doing that like that's so i have found that like yeah like i mentioned one thing it could be in jest um it normally is i have Mm -hmm. nothing bad to say about him ever so it's in jest but it will just sometimes snowball with a couple of members yeah but it, it's like they see a wedge that they're like oh i could drive a wedge right here yeah it, it's, I, that, it's very it's very strange and i galaxy i totally feel you on that i was i wasn't like adverse to talking about my now husband um but you're right there was this weird thing it's not like i wanted to hide anything from anybody it's not like i wanted like it's not as though it yeah it wasn't as though i were trying to mislead people there was just this awkwardness that I felt talking about him sometimes because like I never totally knew how people were going to respond. And like then on top of that, I mean, going back to our, our pride episode um, and Sonia, I know you've talked a little bit on social media about this too. There's that whole other element where it's like, it seems like sometimes the like being pansexual or bisexual or anything. Right. And yet having a partner create that might be of an opposite gender or, you know, whatever it is, causes this mass confusion that does not seem it should not be as perplexing. Right. And mm-hmm. I'd mentioned like my ex who was a woman and somebody would be like, you dated a woman. And I was like, I dated all women before this one man, this one man with beautiful eyelashes that I married. Like, <laughs> like, I never expected him, but him and his eyelashes came into my life. And here we are like. Um, but it like, it would cause these weird dissonances where I was suddenly like their perspectives of what was happening or going on in my life made me feel very like awkward about it. And I remember the first time that like, uh, well, when we came back from our wedding and I did like a wedding photo stream, I had a moment where I was like, they're going to be like five people here. Cause no one cares. And there were like a hundred, like hundred, almost 200 people. And I was sitting there like, Oh, oh, wow, this is actually really touching to me, like, that they would care, that, like, I I thought this whole time that I was, like, inconveniencing them talking about this, or like you were saying, there's, like, something awkward about it, being a woman talking about your relationship, because, too, then you get those comments sometimes where people are like, well, I'm forever alone, and I'll never find someone like you, or, like, and you're going, like, oh, please stop. (laughs) There's there's a situation, especially when, like, I, I don't experience this anymore, as far as I know, um, but also I am married too, so not available. But when I was younger, I definitely experienced, uh, I'd be talking to somebody, having a nice conversation. I thought they were a perfectly fine person. We could be friends. Friends. And as soon as they learned that I had a boyfriend, they were like, oh, peace, bye. 
Oh, yep. so that's all you were here for. Okay. So there's that little seed in the back of your mind. Like this person seems cool, but if I tell them that I am in a relationship, are they going to, are they going to leave? Is this what they're here for? And you don't want to know that that's what they're there for either. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, especially as a content creator, because you're over there playing games and like working your butt off and trying to do all this stuff and create all this entertainment and things. And like, suddenly, like you said, when people just say out of nowhere, like, oh, well, you're okay, bye. And you're like, okay, bye. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, like, it's so weird that that weighs in on why people will or won't watch or like join a community. Um, And it was weird because a few weeks ago, Galaxy, when you were saying about like the jokes and things. I, I don't know. I don't remember what it was, but it was something that was like so benign. Like it was a completely benign thing like that had no connection to this at all. And I don't even know what it was, but I was talking about my husband and I just said something offhand and somebody took that like tiny thing in the chat and like made a joke where they were just saying like, haha, because your husband physically abuses you. And I went. What? <laughs> yeah. Like and for my own personal reasons, that was extra upsetting to me. Mm. And like, I had to stop on stream and just be like, no, like, I want to be absolutely clear with everybody. My husband has not, nor would he ever physically abuse me. And that's not something we should be joking about. But like, there are those lines that step over, like that, or that get stepped over sometimes Mm. where people like, do I don't know. Yeah, just do assume that they can like comment on something or like wedge, like you were saying, like, do that wedge thing where you're like, no, you know, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> being being in MMO communities for so long, even even as men, you get to see the playbook. You know, it's it's one of those things, and, and maybe Fusion, you can speak to this too. Like, you can, oftentimes you see these guys before the women see the guys. And like, that that's a weird situation as well, because you want to be an ally and you're like, hey, this might not be good. But then there's situations where, you know, you don't want to know that your friend is a bad person, right? Right? Mm-hmm. You don't you don't want to know that that's what they're after. And, you know, I might not be right. So it's one of those things where, you know, you don't feel like you should say anything, but you feel like you really should. And, you know, but you, you get to see these playbooks. That wedge, I've seen it countless times. And I've seen it succeed, and I've seen it fail, thankfully. But it's it's common. It's very common. You know, and I can only imagine that when you're streaming and you, you, you know, when you're streaming, you're presenting yourself as like a friend to them, you know, like it's someone you could talk to, you're having this conversation. And I can, I can only imagine the people who just immediately take that as, okay, I've got a, I've got a foot in the door for anything, you know, like whatever they're trying to do. Um, But yeah, it's just one of those things where I think we need to be a little bit more willing to speak up on those sorts of things. Like maybe as long as you can prove it <laughs> or, you know, maybe not completely condemn them to start, but have your eyes open to this sort of thing. And I, and I think too, I mean, you know, talking about like, you know, trying to get some, some proof or whatever. I think if, yeah. if you see somebody acting a certain way, even if you don't have proof, mm-hmm. talk to them on the side, be like, Hey, yeah. just so you know, this is how you're kind of coming off as, you know, ac- across as, uh, maybe don't, you know, or, or, or you know it's not not to like try and hide it or something but like this isn't how we should be handling things yeah. um you know and if there's an issue there just they're gone you know do you do you have any things that you know any of you would like to say to to people to to men to to you know just anyone who 
is kind of a, a bystander to this. Like, you know, are there better ways to approach it? Are there worse ways to approach it? You know, like if if they want to say, hey, I noticed this in this person is, you know, are you OK with this? Because a lot of people are just afraid to bring it up because then they'll be like, oh, well, that's my friend. That's OK. And they'll dislike you instead. I'm not sure that there's a there's a good way. I think that the situation varies highly. I think right. if yeah. if you want to present this possible situation to a friend and mm -hmm. you yourself are not sure, maybe just a, hey, I think so-and-so might have a crush on you or I think so-and-so's intentions for you are such and such. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. That doesn't mm -hmm. necessarily paint them in a good or a bad light. Just puts that flag out there for the receiving party to go, oh, so they know something is going on. Right. I think one thing, it's a big question, right? And there's so many different like hypothetical miniature situations mm -hmm. and like the type of, yeah. is it in game? Is it just over discord? Right. Is it in real life? Is it on chat? Is it like, there's so many different ways to address it. I think the biggest thing, and like I uphold this in like any online community, be it an FC or be it something that's like a more personal drama, I guess you could say, is that I always try to avoid gossip or hearsay in the mm -hmm. sense of, if somebody sends me a slew of messages and those messages are just them being like, so-and-so is terrible because X, Y, Z, blah, blah, right. blah. They didn't do, they suck and they did that. And I will usually say to them, like, we can talk about this all day, but like, we are probably just blowing this out of proportion in a way that's not based off of anything tangible that we have. And like, we should be speaking directly to this person and we should be having like a dialogue and a conversation. And if there is anything tangible that we have, we should be like, you know, reviewing that as opposed to letting it like spiral out of control in like this game of telephone that can happen mm -hmm. sometimes with, with guilt mm -hmm. or free companies or with anything. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so I usually try to like have more direction there as far as like, if somebody um, you know, approaches you about somebody that they think is a problem that they heard might be from so-and-so mm -hmm. and, and all this stuff. I'm usually like, if this is a problem for all of us as a static or whatever, as a community, then like we need to address it in some kind of official way as a unit and discuss it. Um, if it's something where like you think that a friend of yours might be like in an awkward position or like somebody, you know, that, you know, is a woman that might be feeling this strange like pressure or, you know, this like harassment from somebody, I don't think it ever hurts to open the door and just say like, like you said, Zen, hey, I noticed that this might be awkward. Are you okay? Like, have you had any problems with this? Like, is, is there anything going on? Like, I noticed in Raid the other night that they made this weird sexual comment about you. Like, is that okay with you in the dynamic that's happening or not? And I think that again, like going to those sources, the people that it affects, talking to them if they want to, and then being there to help like you know, make sure that their their will is respected is important. Um, and in Twitch chat, you can do that even just like we were saying, like by adhering to the general tone. Somebody comes in and says something like inappropriate, and you're a member of that community. You can you can just say like, oh hey, yeah, that's not really how we do things here, or you know, like whatever. Like it's it's holding your own community accountable and not going out of your way to like create gossip and drama without actually like addressing the people involved. If that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's it's a little you bit know. hard as a content creator to to like uh come out to some people like that like to just like approach people like and say is this weird because you also don't want to seem like you're causing you know drama when it didn't right. need to be or you feel like maybe I think that's a lot of the problems like we've seen like online where a lot of people have come forward in the last like month mm -hmm. or so like um the people were too afraid 
to say anything um, because of was it was it like what you guys said earlier proof uh, do I have enough proof is this enough to say anything like should I just let, I know this happened to my friend they've told me but like should I say anything to anyone else like that knows this person like there were just people I think maybe just worried that they would seem like somebody was trying to start a fire when nothing was really happening because they weren't sure you know like yeah so it is definitely a really weird place to be um and i we actually had to deal with that in our own community we had a moderator who was actually soliciting people for nudes and mm -hmm. relationships and stuff like that like a year and a half ago and we ended up having to ban them but all those people that that he had messaged some of them had messaged me telling me what happened and i made it very clear like and we made an announcement in our discord and stuff like that like if this happens to you please let us know like don't be afraid to tell us like because i know it's scary and like you a lot of women end up blaming themselves for things like that happening um and uh that you know they're they're afraid to come forward and and tell you um and which happened to us like the people in our community um but we made it very clear during that and when i talked to them in person i made it clear it's like if this ever happens again please let us know because there's no way for us to know that something is happening unless people tell us or yeah. if you're upset by the way somebody's acting in our chat or the way that people are approaching people please let us know because i can't handle it unless i know and it sucks but yeah, I think that's why we've seen so many mass stories come out in the last month is because people were just too afraid to speak up and it's unfortunate, but right. And they, they yeah. could not know it's happening at, at all, or especially they just don't know how to deal with it. So if you as an outside person realize something that that future possibly victim doesn't realize something, then yeah. Or, or, you know, they see like the tip of the iceberg. And, yeah. Yeah. They yeah. see a little bit and they don't realize, you know, how deep yeah. running this, this mm -hmm. kind of behavior is. It's, and you know, communication is so important yeah, for this if kind you, of stuff. If you do upset them and then something, something comes happen. from that, they will very likely turn around and be like, hey, I'm sorry. I was yeah. wrong. Thank you for trying. And yeah. it's important to remember that sometimes proof, because we hear this talked yeah. about all the time, right? Proof can just be an honest admission of what has happened. And mm -hmm. like, of course, people want to a lot of times say like, well, you have to have the receipts and you have to have all these things. And like, I, I hate, I actually hate having to say this because it, 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 it does suck. But especially as a woman or a content creator, as anybody, if you end up in a situation where there is somebody who is abusing you and you can hold on to that information because you will feel worried or threatened, I mean, you can like you can hold on to it it doesn't make you a bad person mm -hmm. like you can use that to say like hey there is credence to what happened and people sometimes view that as like oh you were being malicious yeah. because you held you on to, to terrible things but it's like sometimes the perspective of the public is so stacked against you that you know like as a woman you just you know like mm -hmm. if i don't have these things how will i ever actually have validity but all of that aside, if you don't have those things, it doesn't make your story any less valid. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. like there mm -hmm. are ways to still share that story. And as many of us know, like, I mean, if you think about any time you've shared something about your past with any other human being, and that was a big moment for you where you were like, there's this thing that I've never really talked about, but I really want to share it like that. You don't keep everything from that but it doesn't change the fact that it might've happened to you. Like it doesn't change the fact that the story you shared wasn't, you know, it affected you and, and that it was important to you. Like, so it's, it's not necessarily squabbling over proof. Like when I was talking about proof earlier, mostly what I meant is just that like, 
you are rationally processing what's happening and you are looking for plausible things and, you know, like, but not that you should just invalidate somebody's beliefs or their story that they've shared with you because it doesn't have like a receipt stapled to it, you know? It could even yeah. be proof for yourself. If you keep that information and you're in a, a very distressed mindset and you go back in three months, more than that, whatever time, and you have a different mindset, you're more focused, you've seen more things happen. You can read over this, this proof you have, this chat log, whatever it may be, and see, prove to yourself, prove to yourself that whatever is in there is wrong, or maybe whatever is in there is okay. The proof's not just for everybody else, it's for you also. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I know all of this as I see as I see fusion like peering ahead in the outline of today's discussion. <laughs> it's important though because yeah. women yeah. aren't taught how to handle this stuff. Right. And if we can touch on it a little, I think it's important to do so. Yeah. And especially and, you know, like I said, the, the outline is a guide, right? <laughs> you don't have to follow it exactly. It's okay. I know, I know. <laughs> But I am curious because I've been wondering about this too. And we talked about this on the Pride episode. We talked about this on the Black Lives Matter episode as well. Um, kind of getting into 14 itself as a game, um, even beyond just like our content creation in general. But like 14 itself is a game and why we think that that community or the characters or things in it may foster a more welcoming space for diverse individuals, regardless of gender, sexuality, race, all those different things, right? Um, which was sort of our next area that we were we were planning on chatting about, unless anybody had more they wanted to add. No, good. No, I think that's good. I think we we, we skipped around a little bit and kind of covered the uh, the other stuff towards the end. So let's yeah, let's let's jump into into this you other part what? here. Um, I'm not gonna. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So. <laughs> All right, all like, right, all right, all right. I, I'm afraid to bring this up. And that in itself is bad, right? Just do it. Just do it. Okay, yeah. so dick pics, guys. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> it's that time. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> I'm over here. Let's talk about Final Fantasy XIV and women's representation of fourteen. Sounds like, but guys, dick pics. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, can't, I can't speak for anyone else, but obviously um, I have been wow. offered these in a game. Um, have for you years really? and years and years. And I'm just like, no, well, I'm not here for that. I'm here to play a video game. So when I started playing Final Fantasy 14, ha, ah, Final Fantasy 14. Yeah. I told the group the I told the group of guys that I was hanging out with, if I ever see any of your dicks, any of them, <laughs> I am quitting this game. 100 percent I am gone. I've never seen any of their dicks. So this is my favorite oh. story that's ever been told. <laughs> this is not where I thought this was going. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> the I thing mean, is, the thing is, in previous MMOs that I had played, it had been a problem for me. It had been a problem for my friends. And mm -hmm. I, I don't know if, if coming into this fresh MMO with this fresh group of friends and just being like, don't do this to me, helped or not. But yeah. it did get me to a place with this group of friends where I feel comfortable as a woman. I don't feel threatened. Right. Uh, perhaps the people who were like, oh, I was going to send her a pic of my pic. Perhaps they screwed <laughs> off immediately, right? Yeah. They're like going through their phones gallery. Man, I had one like picked out. Like it was yeah. in focus and everything. It was yeah, perfect. I put some really nice filters on it too. I really <laughs> I was just going to say filters. <laughs> <laughs> because 
with the makeup before the photo shoot. <laughs> because Zen and I have been friends for so long and on many MMOs. Like, no, this is seriously a problem. Like, she and 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 my girlfriend constantly in Final Fantasy 11, 11. Like, why? I don't even understand. Right? And yes, By the I way, was there. I started playing 11 when I was 17. Yeah. <laughs> I was there when she made this proclamation. Yes. So it's true. It's 100% true. <laughs> I, I have to ask Sonia yes. Galaxy, have you ever had this happen? I've never had somebody in four, or like in 14 send me a dick pic or try to send me a dick pic. No, I haven't had it in games. It's I had I had one. I mean, it one exists. Person, <laughs> it's one happened. person. That was happen. my friend. Try mm -hmm. try and send this to me, and it was I think it was in Skype. So that's when people were still using Skype. Mm -hmm. Um, I was not around at the time, so uh, the picture did not go through because I didn't accept it. And when I got back, I saw that they had tried to send this picture, and I guess it chickened out, right? Because I didn't immediately accept it. And then they tried to feed me some story about, oh, my friend found a picture on my phone and thought it would be funny to send my female friends this picture. And I'm like, how do they know I'm a woman? Why did they get into your phone? This is bullshit and we're not friends anymore. Goodbye. Yeah. And also, why do you have pictures of your dick on your phone? <laughs> that your friends can see. No, he was showing his friends the nice filters he put on his dick pic. Obvious. <laughs> yeah. Obvious. There are warning signs. I yeah. guess I'm just to continue yeah. with this. I there mean, are warning signs, and uh, people who you think might be your friends maybe aren't. Right. It's, it's true. It's one I of haven't those. had that happen, but I've definitely had people like um, before streaming and playing games, um, people that would approach me. And sometimes it happens now. Like people will just approach me in game that don't know that I'm a streamer and stuff like that. They'll make conversation. I, I talk with people and stuff like that. But then like the conversation comes up of like like they'll talk about real life and then it come like they realize that you're a girl and then it does like get a little weird sometimes like it almost like like I've had points where people have like followed me around and then they like try to like gift me things and they try to like get closer and like be more personal with conversations and stuff like that and it it is a little awkward and it does happen a lot like a lot um so it, it definitely is something that I would say that I definitely have to deal with as a female once people find out that I'm female. Um, and then when they find out I stream now, they're like, oh, she's married. <laughs> so I don't really have to deal with it as much anymore, but I did at one point. Right. I, did. I had a I had a random person send me a tell in Limsa just to be like, I was up late. They were up late. We were the only people in the city. So they decided to talk to me, I guess. And I was like, Sure, why not? You know, I I like to talk to people. I I can make friends with a stranger, whatever. And they immediately went from, "Oh, hey, how are you doing?" to, "Can I have your Discord name so we can talk in Discord? That would be more convenient for me." And I'm like, "Is it? Is it more convenient for you? Because I don't give my Discord out to non-friends. I just don't." <laughs> yeah. Oh well, that's weird. No, it's not weird. You probably want to show me your dick. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I know how this goes. I've been through this rodeo before. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never, I've never had, I've never had somebody, I've never had somebody do that. I, mm -hmm. I mean, I've had, which is, which is actually, I'll be completely honest, it's actually startling to me that I haven't, because I would <laughs> think that I would have at some point, just because of the other weird things that I've had happen, right. or because of my gender, <laughs> or the weird stuff that sometimes I've had sent to me. Like, I've had a lot of weird written stuff, but nothing that is like a photograph, which I'm extremely grateful for. Thank you, everybody. Mm -hmm. Don't don't start now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but I did notice when I started to get into role play, 
and 14. Mm -hmm. That immediately I was presented with a couple different things that I think actually connect to sort of what you're talking about, Zen, in the idea of reinforcing consent in a digital space, right? Mm -hmm. And I think we've seen a lot of this happen and, and start to be more prevalent as like, you know, stuff has come out on Twitch, as stuff has come out in the gaming communities, as stuff has even come out in large scale FCs that may have had mishandling, abuse of power, stuff like that, right? We've seen more and more that people are saying like, we should enforce and, you know, promote in our community a consent culture. And that's usually something that I tell everybody right off the get go, like with role play, like when I first started to get into it, I had to immediately decide for myself, like, I role played, I should, I should clarify, I role played a lot when I was younger, but I had not role played for a good handful of years. So I just within the past year got into it again in Final Fantasy 14. But I was faced with this dilemma of like, okay, one, I'm a streamer. So if anybody finds this, I have to make sure it's not going to, I don't know, destroy my career. Like, but I was like, not that I would do anything that would even do that. But like, immediately, I started having to think about like, well, even if I was okay with something like ERP, would that reflect poorly on me as a woman? Like, would mm. people come into my chat and be like, you're a positive, you know, bubbly person, but I found out that you did one dirty RP and now you are a dirty woman. And like, I'd be like, <laughs> okay, well, I'm sorry. Bridges. <laughs> so I read a lot of fan fiction growing up, guys. So, um, <laughs> but it's, it's one of those things where like, there are a full range of things that can happen in the game from extremely mature to extremely benign. And I think that all of us, women, non-women, everybody, everybody has to sort of decide early on where your own lines of consent are. And then don't be afraid to reinforce them. Zen, like you did, say like, no dicks. If I see your dick, that's it. It's over. Bye-bye. No more. Bye, no quit. more Final Fantasy. Like, or if it's, you know, even an RP saying like, I will not tackle this theme. If you start tackling this theme in a role play with me, that's mm -hmm. it. You're blocked. Like that, that's it. If you refuse to listen to what I say, you're out. Like, Knowing that having your own empowerment in a space and then also being in communities that support that and say like, hey, this is what we should be doing and we should be asking these questions um, can make the space better for everybody. So nobody gets the nice filter dick pic they never asked for, no matter how <laughs> yeah. good the filter is. Yeah. You know? All right, Fusion. Yeah. I'm done. We, run, we actually run a strip club in our free company house. We've run a strip club for a while, and I can also see, like, well, I mean, like, just I go and I usually play, like, um, I play, like, a guard or, like, a bouncer or something like mm -hmm. that a lot of times, or the person that's, like, guiding people to stage and back or inviting people in and taking money and stuff like that. Um, and I can definitely see, like, where people can step over those boundaries sometimes, and they don't ask. They just do, because um, I'll definitely get some dif different whispers, and I'm like... I felt the same way, like as a female and as a streamer, like if people find out, like people are whispering me with these things and, you know, like, are they going to look at me badly? Am I going to be seen as negative to other people? You know, like, so I've, I've gone through that too. I feel that. Because women being sexual is a no-no. God forbid. No -no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're too powerful if we embrace our sexuality. So we must stay repressed. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, it is, there's definitely some of that still there. And uh, there's a lot of questions that I hear about that in regards to just about everything, no matter who you are, as far as consent and game goes, or even like I was in an FC and people made me always do this thing and I hated it, or I didn't like this content, or I, I was upset by the way this person spoke to me or treated me. Like, 
it's definitely good to be able to enforce those boundaries and not be afraid of them and also not to judge people for what they want to do in their spare time. You know what I mean? They're not hurting mm -hmm. anybody. They're not hurting you. Yeah. Go mm -hmm. run that strip yeah. club, you know, like <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> I do see in chat that male ankles are being flashed. Um, could you please contain yeah, please. those? Do not. Wow. I'm not rated for that sort of content, I don't think. <laughs> we didn't ask for these. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I guess all of that said, outside of just the social community of 14, how does everybody feel about like female portrayal in the game itself? Yeah. I said this on uh, the Pride episode. I really like that the majority of the leadership is female. I enjoy the hell out of that. Especially like, the setting is semi-futuristic with all of the Garlean stuff, but it's also kind of medieval, right? Yeah. It's that it's that <clears throat> mixture that most Final Fantasies have. So it's a it's an archaic sort of old style society, but the leadership is still predominantly female, and I really like that. Really strong personalities too. Like they're not just like, you know, feminine, weak, kind of like typical portrayal that you would see in a lot of other games like they're very strong and very strong-willed in the way that they they handle other people and their opinions matter kind of thing I, I do really like them for the most part yeah I think what's really good about Final Fantasy and it's probably it's probably uh one of the reasons why the community as a whole is so wholesome and loving and um and accepting is that there are so many different types of characters, whether they be male or female. There's so many different types. You've got evil females like uh, Yotsu, right? And, but then you have um, you have all of the girls in the in the Scions and everything that are strong. They're powerful, but they're not always at the same level as each other in terms of like their strong strong will. will I don't know how to, I don't know what I'm saying. Strong willingness. Mm -hmm. um, but like, um, but all, all of the characters. So even, even the males, there's just different, they have different strengths, different uh, weaknesses. Um, and I think that's what also then helps create such a good community because we all clearly love the story too. Right. So if we feel that we can connect to a story and we're not immediately going, oh, no, uh, there's so many women in power here. That's not right. Mm. You know, we're not going to stick around if we don't think that that's an okay thing to have. Right. So yeah. I think that, yeah, I think it helps to foster such a good community um, because of all of those different types. And you've, you see them change, like Alphano and Alice, you see them change and get stronger and more, uh, more confident within themselves. Um, you see that with uh with reen as well in shadowbringers like she's amazing so yeah. <laughs> and you see even, even it's just eden but gaia she changes too mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it's about showing strength that like you know you can have flaws as a person whether you're male or female and you can work on them um and you can draw upon the strength of other people who you are around to to do that and I think that's also what helps make the 14 communities so wholesome as yeah. a majority. Um, I agree. Because they're just, they represent everyone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to me, yeah. one of the, the ways to fight 
tokenism, you know, yes, we put a woman in there because yes, we put this, you know, this race in there because it's to make it not a big deal. It's not a big deal that, you know, three, Mm -hmm. you know, there's three female, you know, leaders. It's not a big deal because they don't treat it as a big deal in game. It's yeah, because they don't weird. address it. Yeah, exactly. No one addresses a race. No one addresses a color. No one addresses a gender. Doesn't yep. matter at all. And that's how you fight that sort of tokenism. It's, yeah, it doesn't matter. They're not a token. There's a lot of them. That's just normal, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I think that that, I, I think that you're right. That has gone a long way to make everyone who experiences that content or, or, you know, deals with that uh, media to go, okay, well, that's normal. Okay. Yeah. Why, yeah. why say anything about it then? And I do love yeah, that I've, even some mm-hmm. of those, I was going to say, thinking about some of the villainous characters that you were mentioning, Galaxy, even some of those characters have had some of, I think, the best arcs in the game. Like, yeah. Yotsuyu in Tsukuyomi is like one of my favorite things yeah. still from Final Fantasy. Like, yeah. what what an incredible it's tragic. Yeah. It's it was. so tragic. Yeah. Yeah. But it's so good. And, um, you know, we also had Fordola down here on this list, mm-hmm. who, even though I'm like, I think we could get some more with Fordola, because they did give us a little bit more with patch stuff. But like, Fordola is so interesting in the larger themes of like a narrative from Stormblood about like, what it means to be part of an occupied culture, which is like, what yeah. MMO is like, oh, hey, guess what? We're going to examine now through a character what it means to have your whole culture taken over by another one and be under military rule. Like, it's such a huge thing, but it is also yeah. something that I think gets overlooked a little bit sometimes in in just how much complexity that adds to Fordola as a character and all of her actions and what drives her and then her eventual kind of like coming around that we sort of get to see. Like, there are so many very interesting characters in the game. And even, like, Alice, like you were saying, her journey and the fact that between her and her twin brother, she is by far the more kick-ass of the two, whereas Alphino is <laughs> a little wet blanket who cannot win. <laughs> like, it's so good. <laughs> My favorite I part of is is... jumps off the bridge and he's, like, going to yes. swim. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think having having played this game since the beginning, I think Alice is probably one of my more enjoyed like female characters. Like just seeing her progression because it starts off, she's just kind of like in coil, mm-hmm. and yeah. like she's like she's like on the side. But then they start weaving her in. She's like the first red mage that we see in the mm-hmm. game, and she turns into like this badass. If you're doing trust, she's like always busting that limit break out as soon yep. as she can because she's like trying <laughs> yeah. to impress you and show you what a badass she is. But she can still pick out an alpha now. And I think that's awesome. Like she's still, yeah. you know, she's like this strong character, but she also knows how to pick on her brother. And I think that's, that's awesome. I love that dynamic that they have. Yeah. And she has her own weaknesses and none of that is weird because it's not weird. People are that way. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Also, I mean, Ishtola's little sunline is an mm. iconic thing that will never <laughs> vanish as far as just great female character moments in this entire game. Um, but I mean, I think too, with Shadowbringers, we're starting to see maybe one of the, the flaws that we've had so far with, with female portrayal, which is that we have had some very, um, diverse women in the game as far as like personalities go, but we haven't always had the most diverse representation of women in the game as far as actual like physical bodies and, or, you know, depictions sometimes go. And we talked about this a little bit with the Black Lives Matter episode that sometimes Square Enix kind of falls into this, like magical young girl trope where you know you've got like minfilia you've got me mm-hmm. you've got these different characters that are kind of this look or this sort of feel 
And um, I saw in chat the moment we started talking about female characters, Duly Achai, who mm -hmm. can we just like give a little I shout out? Yeah. You know, it's it's She's it's pregnant. interesting. Uh, me and my wife, we actually went through and we ended up just rewatching all the expansion like trailers oh, yeah. uh, a couple weeks ago. And you get to that part with Yulmore, right? And all the all the fat cats. You know how many fat cat models there are in the game? One. And it's Julia yeah. Chai. And then there's like a masked version of her that occasionally walks around. One. Huh. Yeah. No, no dudes <laughs> okay. at all, right? None. No. Yeah. no there's yeah. one model of, of any sex in the game. One. Hmm. And yeah. yeah see more in the future. Her. Yes. They yeah. Love her. yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I she's think a good was, character. Yeah. It was good. For no, her she's a great character. We can have characters that are different. And I mean, even like we've got, um, oh, Merle Veeb who's like a, you know, Rugenan woman. But I mean, even in the past, we've seen some discussions even about promotional pictures and stuff like that, trying to ensure that like all women of all races that are in the game are represented or shown um, as opposed to just like Mikote or Midlander. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we, we obviously lost Minbrita, who was a shining beacon of mm. muscular, just light. I, that miss her. <laughs> I have such a torn opinion on that character because I yeah. really liked the personality that was starting mm -hmm. to form, but I hate what they did with her. It's like, right. here's yeah. this and never mind. They, they, like, what a they brought her in it. just to kill her. Yeah. Like, what a waste. Yeah. did. I would have loved to see her and uh, Uriange. Yes. Now. Yes. Yeah. I love the calendar. The December month of the one calendar they released yeah. has Moonbrita and Uriange. Like she's handing him a present in their like Aww. kind of side by side snuggly in it. That was yeah. the best. It's adorable. It's so cute. She could picked him up in her strong arms and carried that little <laughs> elf. <outfit. laughs> we have so many Fs in chat for Moonbrita right now. Like, you know, we all love. Uriange and the Pixies. Like Moonbrita was such a perfect foil for him. Cause she I feel know, like yeah. I would I uh -huh. feel like I would like him so much better if she was still around because I actually hate him. I actually hate oh, yeah. him. Like, what are they gonna offer him? Be... I literally hate him. <laughs> I think it'd be great because <laughs> I, love I know everyone here is saying so much crap for it. <laughs> I, I like I him and and uh Fancred being co dads. I yeah. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, yeah. That is I like that it from, from the idea of having an older version of Alphano and Alice, right? Because yeah. you would have that, that same, uh, not quite brother-sister, yeah. right? But you would have that same kind of always kind of picking on each other kind of dynamic, I think, with, <laughs> with the two of them if, if she was still around. I think that would have been great. Someone who is his intellectual equal, but also more world aware as well, mm -hmm. to just be like, no, you're stupid, don't do that. You know, like, no. <laughs> No, we should not let her be Shiva. What are you doing? Right? If Moonbrita was yeah. there. Yeah. We would have been. We can, we can we can still fix this. There could still be a yeah. Moonbrita equivalent on the first. Yeah. They just haven't bumped into each other yet. Yeah. We can still we can still remedy this square. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that You're actually reaching. that actually does bring me to one thing that I did want to talk about with everybody. Oh, yeah. I'm curious yeah, how everybody yeah. feels about it. Um thinking about the Shiva shenanigan, but also uh, many other many other things around that. If we get if we have really good depictions of women as far as like characters go, and we're getting slightly better depictions as far as you know diversity of physical bodies and beauty for those women, how do we feel about the primal and or boss designs of female characters in comparison to others? Because 
I guess what makes me think of this is the fact that like we we were talking about we just got some art with 5.3, right? Yeah. And we have this character again who is a female boss in this dungeon that everybody's really excited about and I think she's very cool. But immediately it dawned on me that I was like okay, so she's scantily clad, not really wearing anything, not wearing anything. <laughs> right. She's fit beyond all comprehension. She has a cute, you know, beautiful perfect doll face. She had like and that even goes back to like Shiva. I mean, that's a problem with Final Fantasy in a long running way, right? The fact that oftentimes the like more male of the summons or the primals or the 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 enemies that you get are typically more ferocious, powerful, strong, fiery, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like you get Ifrit, you get Titan, you get Ramu, and those are all different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you get Lakshmi. Yeah. And you get like. And you get Garuda. Yeah. Garuda's my girl, and I love her. She yeah, she angry. She's I like the anger, but varied probably. But yeah. I was thinking about why don't, um, why don't we get the, like female other types? Sorry, like um like yeah. Grace Balga, for example, yeah. or Nidhogg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why, why aren't we fighting dragons? girl dragons? Why aren't we fighting girls she, that she are like murdered. seven? That's why there was a war. <laughs> One girl was. No, I mean, like yeah, yeah, like I get it, like story I'm wise, but I just mean like just um. Yeah. Just overall, Garuda, okay, she's a siren, right? But she could have been just a gigantic bird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. At the same time, mm-hmm. didn't have to actually have a female form. Yeah. Um, so the I only two, that is a slight difference. Mm-hmm. The only two I could think of were um, the woman in Circus Tower with all the dog heads. Um, Silla Tec- is super cool, but she's oh, technically under a curse. Well, she's yeah, under a curse. Yeah. yeah, but she also has the deepest V that's ever been known yeah. to mankind. Yeah, yeah. and she's got uh, all of this mm-hmm. side boob going on. Yeah, the Sphinx esque <laughs> thing in uh, the Ronkin ruins that mm. you play the like matching card game with. I think that's a woman. Oh, she and the, the yeah. oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and that's that the only one really I can think cool. of off the top of my head. That yeah. was really cool. Yeah, can chat think of any Suzaku? This, I did think about Suzaku when I was thinking about this earlier mm-hmm. because technically Suzaku does almost have like a, a boyish, yes yeah. like a boyishness androgyny to her guess, yeah mm-hmm. she um, does yeah granted but she does spend the whole fight lamenting about her love right. see yes. and that's yeah that's <laughs> but, the issue i think that's yeah. like a sad princess kind it's like of. one of the it's got to have one of the other mm-hmm. kind of thing yeah. right like, i, I yeah <laughs> if she's not sexualized she's nothing without her male partner right right yeah. Oh, yeah, like, it'd be nice to see characters that didn't have either of that, that had, like, more of a strong personality, but not half-naked all the time. Right. Yeah, like a a boss that is just, I mean, I did that to Reen, too. Oh, yeah, the Reen thing is a whole Mm -hmm. other, that's that's the other thing. The depiction of Reen and Shiva, which has been really controversial, the the nudity, the look away, the mechanics, the fact that Yoshida had to make an announcement before this patch even came out about not modifying the game or modding the game for making her nude or, you know, depicting her in a sexualized way because she's underage. Like how, how we've, we've shared our thoughts. I mean, how do you, do you, either of you have strong feelings about that? Or, I mean, even if it's, you know, that you have no problem with it. I mean, there's been a lot of different, I think, good opinions about it. I think of it something that you need to have, like, I think it was like an hour long discussion beforehand saying don't sexualize our game mm. and then have, she would only be like 15, 16, isn't she? Yeah, mm-hmm. something like that. 
something like that. So, yeah. And then immediately that is what is released. I was a little on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't I don't yeah. think it was necessary for the story of it either. No. Yeah. No. Even when Grace Falga comes and joins, at that stage she's pretty much completely naked, except for she's got like a piece Taylor of material yeah. and dragon bra. Like <laughs> That's not even necessary. There could have been another way. She could have just been sitting on top of Trace Valga, like riding right. him right. as a, as a, like, and I mean that she, in a non-sexual yeah, way right, as right, I'm bringing right. this up. But yeah. yeah, it could have, there could have been so many, like, it wasn't necessary. It didn't add to the story. Yeah. yeah. Nowhere did it say that Shiva was naked when we fought her. Right. It was Saint Shiva, right? Mm-hmm. And this is a kind of medieval, historical why wasn't she a knight you know why didn't we get that would have been amazing a dragon knight <laughs> oh my god oh that would have been real cool that uh, been so cool I, I don't understand like that's what i was expecting yeah and i mean then you could have had a really great parallel with the fact that reen's journey kind of ends with her taking power in her own fate right. and like her future and like yeah, that would have been real cool. That would have been real neat. Um, unfortunately, that's not what we got. Right. And I, I do just have to say, like, I've heard so many, I've heard so many arguments about it. Right. The idea that, like, well, it's not really her. She's been mm-hmm. possessed by this entity, this spirit, this idea, this concept of what of what Shiva was. And I agree with it to a point, but I, I do think I had a problem with the fact that her model was the exact same model as she is. It's her an underage body. Face didn't change. And her yeah. face, like, and you know, you have these mechanics that are the like, she's undressing, look away from her, tee And you're like, no, not tee mm You know, we just said no to this in our community, yeah. no tee And like, it was uncomfortable for me personally, and I can only speak for myself, but like progging that every week and sitting through that cutscene where... Kreisvelger snakes up her naked body and then like becomes her bra. I was just like, this is so like, you know, I wouldn't even have minded the snaking up part if she had clothes on. <laughs> yeah. Like, why is she not wearing clothes at all? And I'm, I'm seeing like in in chat as well, someone's just mentioned that it's because of how Isayo was portrayed as Shiva. Right. But she was a grown woman. Like yeah. she was a she was mm-hmm. an adult. She, you know, um Reen is in every other sense is shown as a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like and this there is, is all... no instance where she's shown as more than that. Yeah. Yeah. And this is all supposed mm-hmm. to be based on various people's memories conglomerating right. into something we can fight. Who's thinking about Reen that way? Yeah. Like which one was that? Who doing this? Speaking of the Stay Puft Marshmallow. Who's man. getting kicked out of the game? Oh, Zen, now you made me extra sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes, the Warrior of Light has some traumatic brain injuries going on to imagine Leviathan is two-headed. That's fine. We get that. But why? Why, why go immediately that way instead of like a, a priestess or, you know, yeah. some sort of dragon like you know, could her face not have changed? Because I don't think Isail's face was her face as she was Shiva either. 
I no, I mean, she, she obviously has the whole chain. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if they had just turned her into into Isaya, yeah, fine too. Or like, or like yeah. into Shiva, like that. It, you know what? That could have been a cool story moment. Turn her into Isaya because we remember her. Yes, and we're sad about yeah. her not being around anymore. Right. Yeah. And then Gaia, towards the end, gets worried that her friend has been lost or like consumed by our own mm-hmm. memory of another person, and. Mm-hmm leaps in to try and like break the illusion of it like like i i think there's a lot more that could have been done with that and yeah i mean like you said galaxy it it kind of hit the it kind of hit it on the head a little too weirdly right after having to make this yeah. announcement and, and yeah yeah it's just yeah it, I'm, I'm sorry i'm catching up in chat like in japan i mean it's true but i mean japan is also and, and this is a whole other discussion that we can have right. media and cultural yeah. you know they're there are definitely yeah. things that I think um, can like weigh into that, and and it is a problem. And um, there's a lot of you know things that have sort of surrounded that, even from other media that has come out of Japan. But I, yeah. I do think it's tough when you are in an international audience, and and that's part of what Yoshida actually addressed, right? The fact that like in many countries, those mods may even be illegal because right. like, depending on what sort of laws they have as far as underage depictions, media, sexualization, et cetera, go, um, that could bring even more down on them as far as actual legal. Like, you know, like if you have these things, you are breaking the law uh-huh. in this country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're aware so, and they, they know who they're developing for. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's just, it's that, that in particular was really, 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 really strange to me. Yeah. And, yeah. And I, did not particularly care for it. And I think it's one of the few, even with all of our half-naked primals, I think it's one of the few moments in the game where, as a female player, I did kind of sit there for a moment and go, somebody on your team should have said something about that. (laughs) See, look, I don't don't want to always just be like the girl being against girls being sexualized. Like, Mm -hmm. I often don't mind a sexualized female character because if that's their way of showing their empowerment, like... How uh, with what Sonia was saying before, like with titty streamers, if they they got their tits out, power to them. Like if that's yeah. what makes them feel good, that's what makes them feel good. Where I had the issue was was she's a child, right. yeah, and it was or a teenager, yeah. Right. yeah. And that, it was right that, that to me was the issue. She, yeah, that mm. shouldn't. And right after what they were, it was an hour <laughs> long. Like, oh my god, my dad's yeah. yelling at me. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. He was upset. And Yoshi Papa. Yeah. And and, of, and in game, on top of that, we're all like, this is a really bad decision. We shouldn't you you shouldn't yeah. try it in channel Shiva. Friend, do it anyway. It's gonna be great. Just watch. Yeah. You know, you can't you can't give them the leeway of, oh, it's a Japanese game, right after they said that they have to follow other rules. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I like anime. I still do. You know, like there yeah. are really weird things going on there, right? <laughs> I get it. I understand that. But they just said, we're trying to be more international. We're trying to to appeal to all of these different, you know, kind of uh, cultures. So we have to and do please this. don't sexualize our characters and exactly. make them look like they're children, like Lala felt. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they've got all of that and then they have... Mm-hmm the child yeah in the story at the time yeah Yeah. you know and i don't know it's it's one of those questions if reen was male would they even have gone in that direction 
No. I probably. I, I doubt no. it. I doubt it. Yeah. Can you, I mean, really, honestly, can any of us here imagine a fight in Final Fantasy XIV that came out where it was a beautiful, young, underage boy who had a major mechanic that was a look away while he undressed and who halfway through got butt naked in a glowing torrent of light so that a dragon snake could climb up him. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm going to be honest, nothing comes to mind. No. <laughs> no. We laugh about it because it sounds yeah. ridiculous, and yet it's yeah. not ridiculous yeah. when it's an underage girl. Like, yeah. And that's really the thing. Like, that's I, a good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've always said that I wanted Ariane to do it instead. And I wanted them to go as sexy as possible just to be like, hey, look, that's right. We talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. I that would have been hilariously amazing. Like, and that would have been good. But they wouldn't they wouldn't even do that to um even if it was like Thancred. They wouldn't have done that to them either. Yeah. Regardless of whether it was a a child uh, or an underage male, they wouldn't have done it to like Thancred or Oriange. Well they didn't, did they? No, and yeah, it is It is funny. I, I don't know. Like, it's not as though we don't have a wide variety of characters of different ages. I mean, yeah. even I mean, Matoya exists, uh, Alfino, like, because I was trying to think earlier, like, oh, well, you know, maybe there are no younger male yeah. characters. Well, there are, but there is like this very specific bend to a lot of the female characters. I mean, even Lakshmi, what is she known for? <laughs> Come into my bosom. Like welcoming you into her bosom, um, mm-hmm. like it's 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 very interesting. Shiva steps on you, which don't get me mm-hmm. wrong, I don't want Shiva to ever stop stepping on me. Like I said earlier, but like there there are there's a line I think between just like having all characters be a sexualized, you know, like a sexually empowering version of a woman, versus having characters that do show the variety of things that we see with like the male primals at least and primals specifically right like i mean when you think about susano how cool it is that his is all about like the revelry of combat mm-hmm. when you think about ravana who's about conquest when you think about all these different characters and garuda does kind of stand out because at least originally she is the fury right like she is supposed yeah. to be this like vengeful sort of creature. crazy though actually yeah. insane <laughs> yeah. yes but like but at the same time, I don't know if I necessarily think that her fight or a lot of the other fights with female characters reflect that same diversity of like spirit. It, it mm-hmm. kind of does tend to lean more towards like there will be something about this fight that is vaguely sexy. And mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, to me, when I think of like the story of Saint Shiva, I think of like determination, you know, or something like that. Like that's that's or a doggedness of, you know, doing what you think is right, right? And so that's harder to show, obviously, than, okay, I'm mad, or, you know, things like that. But you could you could throw that into design. That's why I immediately think of a knight, you know, a steadfast. Yeah, drag, drag mm-hmm. it out. Well, if they yeah, wanted to the have, like, the change mechanic, like you said, yeah. turn into, like, like a priest, kind, priestess yeah. kind of outfit, and then a knight outfit, that would be change. Yeah, and it's, it's you gotta, for a lot of this stuff, you got to take it to face value, too, because not everybody is going to know the lore behind everything, right? right? Yeah. Like, you, yeah. you think about, like, Sophia, right? Oh. And it's like, oh, okay, like, Sophia, like, yeah, okay, she's this, like, thin woman with a giant head thing, but then, like, you hear about, like, the, the, the story with, like, the lyrics of the song, and you're like, oh, yeah. that's dark. Right. <laughs> that's not fun at all. She's right. balanced. 
That's why you're I sliding love, sideways. I right. love Sophia. I like her. Yeah. While her design, oh, it's so tough because her design is deaf. Like she is butt naked. She got oh, some yeah. strings. She's standing on a head that's also her daughter. Like it's very, <laughs> it's very it's weird. weird. Complicated yeah. family life. But yeah. I mean, I do think that her mechanics, at least, demonstrate something about her character. Right. right. The idea yes. of balance. scales tipping, yeah. of balance of, and her lines are really good. And even, um, I mean, the fact that we talked about, oh my gosh, of course now my brain's going to go, uh, three-headed dog woman, Scylla. Scylla, yeah. Scylla, yeah. Scylla is unvoiced, but she has some really cool lines. Like one of yeah. my favorite lines is her last one where she says like, at last the hounds grow silent, I can rest or something. Yeah. And like, that's so cool, but she's unvoiced. So we don't really get like the full impact of it. Mm. Um, and the other one that came to mind, is it Ag Agrius? 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 Agrius. Agrius. One of my favorite characters ever, period. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's, from, she's from like Nine or Tactics or something, isn't Tactics, she? Yeah. Tactics. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. She's so it's kind of cool. not a 14 character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I mean, look, you. she's cool, though. Hearing you talk about the night, maybe think of her immediately, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, she's cool. You know, it's it's hard because you're talking about Sophia, and I, I love that fight. I mean, I didn't at the time, mostly because it was just hard to see some of the stupid things. Um, but <laughs> I, I think that there's there's space to talk about being able to enjoy the design even though it's sexualized maybe but mm -hmm. realize that it wasn't that's it's not just a design right in that fight it's not just her design that's the focus point you know mm -hmm. like it, it's mm -hmm. like okay yes she is this way but there's also more to her character there's more going on and knowing that it, it's okay like you know everybody has this moment where they're like oh but sophia and I really liked the way she looked, but it's kind of part of the problem. There's space to yeah. like it, but also see that maybe we shouldn't continue doing it. You know, I it, it's hard for people to, well, to to have both of those opinions and they feel bad about it, but it's it's okay. That's that's I think, I variety, think it's thing, right? Because mm -hmm. we have a variety with the male primals, right? And I, do we even have a sexy male? Yeah, we do in the in the four lords uh, and innocence. Innocence, Technic. yeah. Yeah. Water glow up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really, yeah. <laughs> Huge glow up right there. <laughs> but the, the farthest we get is like sort of modified sexy females, even with a uh, Ruby weapon. Like I was like, Darnus, Darnus is kind of, but still yeah. kind of just a sexy lady. Ruby weapon is half a sexy lady with a, a robot bottom. <laughs> yeah. You know, give us, give us the, the, the Mega sisters feet. in the yeah. next expansion. Let us fight a big B woman. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yes, please. I want to see. I want to see something more diverse from the female, the female models and characters and things. I mean, it's hold oh, hold up. Is Kuklin technically female? No, no. no. I was for no. a second. I was like, wait, mm -hmm. no, but no, yeah. no, no. I, I think Glenn is a man. Male. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's it's tough. I mean, even in the void scent raid, even right. in Glenn's is game, a void scent. the queen is like a cute Lolita girl. Like, yep. and and then you get to Diablos, and he's yeah. again like a you know ripped demon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just like it's funny because while we do have male characters that I think people have sexualized, even if they are like naked, they are not necessarily presenting themselves in a way. Biako was in the chat. Like Biako has yeah. a little bit of. Um, there's a little bit of like, there's a little foul, there's a little foul, a foul kind of thing going on there. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. 
Yeah. But like, but that's like his dance, his dialogue, his moves are not about that. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. Yeah. I think no. that's the issue. Like, I don't. So when we look at Sophia, and you can be like, I like what Sophia looks like. She's a badass bitch. She looks hot. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. But then you have the new Shiva in Eden, and it's not just, oh, she looks real hot. It's her mechanic is she's a yeah. 15, 16-year-old girl. She's yeah. look away. Like, yeah, yeah. If that it's, wasn't it, there. It's, it's become more than just what it looks right. like. It yeah. is part of the mechanic of that fight. And that is what I think tips the line between. Mm-hmm. It's what it looks like. It's what typical Final Fantasy stuff has always looked like um, versus it's become an issue because it's a mechanic. And I think if that mechanic wasn't there, uh, even if Hrace Felgar was still doing the the winding up the body thing, do you think if we weren't made to look away from a 15-year-old girl or get stunned, you think it would be a little less terrible? No. No, because she's 15. (laughs) It's a worse, I feel like. Yeah. so yeah. is, it, is it just the mechanic then? Or does I mean, that just add to it? Adds to it. I think it, adds, it yeah. adds to it. And I think it's the story behind it. Her being, we know that she's 15, 16. Yes. And in every yeah. other sense of the story, she's not sexualized. Yes. And it's drawn to our attention that she is young and not capable of looking after herself, not capable, not necessarily that she's not, but she's got father figures, right? Orianger and thank yeah. Whereas... Like if she had a, even if it was her, but then they changed what she looked like in the fight might have been better. Mm-hmm. If they had changed her, made her look older, or if how we were saying before, maybe she changed and she started looking like Isail. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been a different thing because it's just, it also came off the back of the don't sexualize yeah. children. It was, it's all that stuff together. It just, yeah. It's not everything all together. It's just not a pretty. It's not a pretty cake that we've baked. (laughs) How do you expect your your community to make changes and do things better if you're not doing it yourself? You know, promoting, not doing it. Mm -hmm. You know, so yeah, we were talking about setting the tone in your community, like you're just saying, and this is setting the tone right after setting the tone. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. It's like we just spent an hour yelling at you and playing disappointed dad. But um, this is the opposite. Yeah. yeah. Don't do this. What we're doing here, don't do it. We're yeah. going to demonstrate for you what you shouldn't do, but we're going to also put it in the game officially. Do, so that you look, know not do what do. we say, <laughs> and not what we do. Yeah, exactly. And weeks and weeks on end because there's no other content. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, you spent hours doing this. Yeah. Titania. Titania is the lady. Oh, Twin Tania. Not Titania. Hey, there's one. You okay? Are... We have one lady dragon. One, one lady dragon. Twin Tania. There's the no, one that you don't fight. Uh, um, up in Azazel, you don't fight yeah. her, but uh, yeah. crap, Tiamat. I mean, that's Tiamat, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. Wait, no. you do fight Tiamat in one of the dungeons, right? No, she's technically no, no. She's 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 like all like Ain't bound that... up and stuff. She never goes anywhere. Mm-hmm. Oh no, you're right. Who am I thinking of? There's one who mm-hmm. is Nidhogg's consort. Oh yeah. That's at the end of one of the dungeons. I think it also starts with a T. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I forget. Is it it's like in Salmal or the area? Tiaman. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. So there is that one. But again, sort of not super iconic. They're not iconic ones. No. I mean, okay, maybe Twintania is. 
She's yeah. Tatia is. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Those mean, dive bombs. Oh. Well, yeah. you've, you've also got uh, uh, the name of the the dragon. Um, that, we all uh, try to remember it's, 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 Right, Heaven's <laughs> Word. Uh, <laughs> she's in. You know, she's up there in the in the tower. Um, she comes to like the little peacekeeping ceremony. Yeah, she's got the horn. Kreisfelder's granddaughter. Kreisfelder's yeah. granddaughter, yeah. whose name is. That's the one. I would have adored it if they had done something with Ratatoskr. Like, yeah. Oh, that mm-hmm. would have been like, oh man. I just like, even if it was like a memory fight or something, like, how cool would that have been? And we do still have a bunch of the other um original worms that haven't actually mm-hmm. been like introduced. That's true. The the first yeah. brood. That haven't been introduced yet so there's a possibility for that too but i mean the fact that i mean kind of like we were talking about with pride rep- lgbtqia plus representation in the pride episode if you have to start like scrambling for exceptions to the rule mm-hmm. that's that's when you know you kind of can tell that there is something that might be like predominant that could be changed and i do think that that look away mechanic I galaxy. I hadn't even thought about it until we had that whole discussion. I'm so glad that we did. It does feel more like it is. It has more weight, I think, because it does seem to indicate that they know exactly what they're doing. Right. And I think that's that's yeah. what really gets me about it. It's like, not even, just the character model at that stage, yes. regardless yeah. of yeah. age or anything. It's yeah. not just character model at stage. Yeah, and like the whole discussion about like, well, she's not actually herself. But then when it's paired with that and with her model being the same and with everything, it's like, well, they, they are still they are still acting as though she is, you know, yeah. and that's where it does get uncomfortable. And I can't think of any of the other primals that necessarily do that. This one in particular has been like a, a hot topic. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, it would be really nice, I think, to see something different. Like, let's just have something different moving forward. Um, I mean, yeah, different than any force. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, different, but not like you know, super, super contrite. Yeah, but like, yeah. and yeah. they've already shown that it's easy to do that, right? Because we were just talking about what they do well with the strong women leaders that you, we don't even notice. Yeah, they yeah, could do it for sure, for sure. So I just scrolled down a list of uh, all of the raid tier bosses. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We got Spintania. You might make a case for like. I'm de good or because Kalia. yeah, or Kalia, I'm, but uh, it's uh, the like co- coral s robotty yeah. electric lady with the children, but it's it's basically a coral model. It's in binding coil. Is it the third or the second? Oh, I know who you're talking it's, about. Yeah. Actually, I think it's it's first. It's 10. Is it? I think it's ten. Oh. 10. Okay, yeah, T ten, and then Kalia's T eleven. Technically, mm. another monster, but yes, yeah, I like yeah. a creature. But those, yeah. but again, unless you count reflection, can't remember them. Yeah, and scrape in a barrel. Yeah, yeah. scrape in a barrel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, probably the closest that I think we get to the the male depiction, the female depiction being represented similarly, um, which was also mentioned in the chat, is MF, which. I yeah. do actually love that yes. fight and I do yeah. actually love and adore their design. Like I I think that there is something like really cool there as in they both have a very aesthetic sense to them when they are in their more human form and then you know like as they kind of transform over the fight that and feel they match very each other. They yeah. match. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's so not like he's super duper big and buff and strong and she's tiny, big boobs kind of thing. Like they yeah. actually look she's the same. She's kind of cooler yes. than he is, yeah. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's about the closest I think we've gotten to like seeing the male primals kind of like shift into that more, mm-hmm. I guess, female style, which I hate saying, but... Androgynous. Yeah, yeah. The more androgynous sort of territory. So I guess sum up... Uh, Bosses and primals, please. We, yeah, we need we've, we've, we've seen some solid characters. We would like to see some bosses that aren't just fan service. Yeah. I want to see a big, strong bodybuilder female. Yeah. Female oh, titan. And- oh my God, a female titan. They create yeah. a ton of female titans. There you go. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> that would have been so good. Yes. I would love to see like some really buff characters, even in our main lineup of characters. Like, I'd love to see a main, like a main in the main story, Scions level kind of character that we see and interact with and know like in a familiar way that does push those bounds. Like whether it would be somebody else, again, like a character that, you know, may be like a fat character, which I love and I think can be so beautiful and so wonderful. Or it could be somebody who's really buff that like is not just like a side character, but is also in like the actual proper lineup as like a major recurring character. You know, like I'm, gonna, I'm gonna square square if you're watching, I'm gonna give this to you. When we go to the new world, it just so happens that Mubrita had a sister that's been over there <laughs> doing some work. Yeah, twin sister hasn't yeah. been mentioned up to this point. Yeah. There's a bodybuilder. There we go. Mm-hmm. There's a bodybuilder. Then normal female companion who helped raise Moon her. Moon was all into the theological yeah, exactly. studies. She's been doing some of this too, but also in more of a different sense uh, to use it to get buff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, heard, she heard about this like crazy blue ether canyon thing from yeah. the blue mage dude in Old Da. She's over there seeing how ripped she can get from it. Yep, done. <laughs> I just want to see her bench press Oriange and to be like reading a book while she does it, which would be yep. the truest love we could ever witness in this game. Bench pressing Oriange with one hand, holding the book with the other for him to read while he's being bent. Oh my gosh. This is the best thing you've said all episode. We need to, someone needs to do this. I can't draw. Oh my gosh. That would be so please no more naked underage girls take, take, a break, take a take a break from the the fan art of the new dungeon boss and let's get some uh some Uriange bench pressing yeah. i forget i've never had any art skills whatsoever right now <laughs> oh it'd be so good. if someone listening and watching has some skills please yeah we need this. this we need this we need this yeah but i'm trying to think of anything else that i like want from the from Final Fantasy XIV's depiction of women? I uh, I don't know if I really have anything. Does anyone else? Like, is there anything else that you can think I of? Would, like, oh, we should have this. Maybe more I, like Julia Chai. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, it's, have to be, don't get me wrong. It's, it's nice that we have her. Yeah. It's nice that we have her, but to, to have that being like, there's just, you have the, the, you know, this kind of skinny female here, and then the one like chubby Makoto, like, there needs to be, I mean, and obviously, like, I get for designing and resources and all that, right? It's it's harder to do that. But I think there needs to be more of that if you're going to introduce, like, a like a body type. Mm-hmm. But that's why they add NPCs. more than one character. It's, yeah, that's It's also easier true. with yeah. resources. You make one yeah. model, you put different hair on it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. 
Um, but that being said, I would want to see males like two. I know yeah. that we yeah. technically had mm-hmm. four three. Um, mm-hmm. But if there was a another model as well, and maybe one in between, because otherwise then we're only getting two extremes yeah, again. Extremes. Yeah. And yeah. it's, it's yeah. weird too, because, you know, going back to that, that trailer, I, I don't know if any of the, the fat cats we saw in your more were females. I don't, I don't recall it. There could, there could have been, true. but I think that there were a lot of, of males and yeah. we have zero in game and that feels weird. But also at that same time, I don't think we're even going to get one at this point because we're pretty much done with Yulmore story wise. Yeah. Yeah, So they kind of people of all builds can exist anywhere. Like, and that's the thing. I mean, right, right, right. Because when you think about that too, and I had not really considered this until now, but here we are. Like Yulmore is characterized as a place of excess, but excess to the point and detriment of its people's well-being. And like Mm -hmm. when you think about it in that way. And you think about that being the only place where we do see a character that is like and overweight. It's only one character. Yes, and yeah. I, I shouldn't say overweight, yeah. but that is just fat. Like, and I say fat without any like condemnation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, as a just yeah. just a descriptor. Like, um, and I do wish that we could see more of that. And even in and we've talked about this in a bunch of other episodes, right? Like CC options. I would love if we had options for like muscular women or. Body sliders are tough, and I, and I, I understand that with our gear. Um, but, I mean, there is kind of a bend where some of our, like, female options, especially with, like, Lady Aura and stuff like that, do tend to lean more towards the cute or petite versus, like, you know, here is my woman that looks like she just crawled out of a, I don't know, like, a, a, a blender because she has fought her way through the front lines and now she is the most powerful, scarred, gnarly woman that's ever existed. Like, you know, it would be nice to just have some options that like weren't always precious and that could be more, you know, and and there are some with like Highlander women and Rugadin women and things like that. But because they aren't always, I think, as showcased, we do also see, and because there are other prejudices in the world that exist, we don't always see um, 100% positive reception to those characters. Um, and there are a lot of people who love female Rugadins, myself included. <laughs> but like, there are a lot of other people out there who make them as a joke or think they're funny or ugly or that, you know, and, and it's, and that's heartbreaking to me. Like, I, I really, I know so many people who are so beautiful in so many different ways. I want them to be able to showcase that in a game that they love, you know? Yeah, I agree. I mean, because if you think about the Alra, you've got like, there's so much sexual dimorphism in that race. Like the males are huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you have the tiny little Lolita girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not saying that their design isn't cool. I like the design of the Alras. It's mm-hmm. fine. And I do like that there's a huge difference between the males and females. But why don't we have something where like it exists in nature where you have like spiders where the females are huge. Yeah. They literally yeah. use the male and then they eat him. So why <laughs> can't we have why 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 can't we have a race where her. you have a huge woman, huge females, and tiny boys? We nice. haven't seen the female Hrothgar yet. There's a chance <laughs> they have, could just be yeah. <laughs> You have huge even bigger. This is yeah. the only reason I would have accepted a gender-locked race. They say, they say the women are so big that when they mate with the men, they eat them. So there's, <laughs> so there's no men left. So there's no there's left. You're playing the last of the species. 
<laughs> when you go to when you go to click on the the male version, it just isn't there because they just don't there. I mean, that's what people thought about Makote and and <laughs> that sort of thing. They're like, oh, there's no men because they must just die. I guess you, you look into a pretty big yeah. character that's been around for years. All you just get a little text message. Sorry, you've been eaten. <laughs> <laughs> You're done. A percentage chance. Chat, uh, <laughs> we'll mentioned... Something about the lore that's changed. Uh... Uh, male yeah. Vieira are traditionally on the smaller side, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. yeah. I that would was... love it. Yeah. Wait, male Vieira exists? They I do. They said they didn't. They do. No, they don't. They do. they they don't see them ever exist. because yeah. as soon yeah. as they have one NPC model, why can't players make that? Yeah. That's, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm being that hopeful person who's like 6.0. We'll get the flip flop. Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. I no. hope we do. No it's way. Yoshida, looks, you Yoshida comes so? out on stage. We never said that we wouldn't add them. We right. just said it. It would be hard. Yep. <laughs> we said it would be the last race. Well, these are the same races. They're just the flip flop. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, they half assed the release of Frothgars and Vieras. Yes. That's absolutely. So, Absolutely. Their emotes are trash. Like, I love Viera the characters, but oh my god, like if you compare a Makode or an Aura versus a Viera, like their emotes, they're just all like, eh. Mm. Yeah. They're like, hey, there's like no hairstyles. They said that hats would be coming. Mm -hmm. They'd be working on it in time, but like not much has really been changed or released. Like they're so limited this far in the expansion. I'm I I was just talking about the other day on stream that I was like I'm so disappointed that they would have released two races. Yeah. Could have just released and one. They're, they're, they're both unfinished, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, they're both unfinished. Yeah. So it's ma basically one because they're half. Yeah. And you have Hrothgar, yeah. whose hair is attached to the the face style. Yes, mm -hmm. it's like it's oh, like I hate it. It's like the horns. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, but like it's even worse because, like you were saying, there's so few options, and even the new gear that's getting put into the game, half of it doesn't work on them. Yeah, we've talked about this. It has no excuse. It has zero excuse. You can't go back and redo all the hundreds of gear sets. Okay, well maybe we can let that slide a little bit, but not making everything going forward work. But I said too. Yeah, that's a bad design call. Like that make sense. Was a terrible decision. But how are the heads that male Rogan and heads are huge? Okay, Hrothgar's are bigger. I get it size it bigger you do it with the lala fells you stretch the materials to fit around their bodies their more potato like bodies and it works right but the viera they just have ears <laughs> why couldn't they wear anything and just have the ears stick out just have it clip like you do with the tails right yeah there right. is a hat actually tails um, clip everything now why can't viera ears i was wearing mm -hmm. something the other day and the ears just clip right through the hood of it and I was like, why is this the only piece that I've worn as Vera that the ears stick straight up through the hood instead of it just disappearing? Because like, the modeler for that, that gear was like, you know what? We could just make this freaking thing clip. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I'm I'm to mention it in the meeting the next week. Yeah. And then... <laughs> I, just, I don't even care if it clips. What I do care about is getting gear that I worked for in the game and not being able to use any of that right. gear. Like, especially when you're doing, I don't know, like if you're talking about raiding, you're talking about any other kind of like turnover gear acquisition, right? It feels especially bizarre to get something. And then when that gear is no longer relevant in anything with any eye level, right? To not even be able to use it for glamour or like to not even be able to yeah. have that iconic look. And like, even if it was just like 
it gets turned into a headband that kind of has a little bit of whatever that thing is. That's fine with me. But what's less fine with me is all this stuff that I'm getting or working towards where an entire piece of the whole ensemble just does not appear on my character. Especially especially in a yeah. game where the community is so obsessed about glamour and how their characters look. It's they they miss the mark by moms, if mm. we're gonna use their terminology. It's just <laughs> it's it's bad. Yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah. Because <sighs> like we said, all of the new gear. Look, I would even forgive them if, like, the re-skinned gear didn't fit them, right? Because yeah. they've just changed the colors. But any new type of gear set, which is what they release in, like, the Savage tiers, um, things like uh, 24 Mans and stuff, mm-hmm. why can't that? If it's brand new, that should fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 24 yeah. Man no uh, hats actually do go on. Do they? Hell Yeah. I know. The hoods, the hoods go on from the near stuff, which is amazing because they're the like little, the only hoods. The little that do. like captain little, hood, mm-hmm. or little uh, what do you call that? It's, it's like, like a little hat, that little captain <laughs> type thing that the healers and the casters get. That one goes on, mm-hmm. but that like goes between their ears. Like so a, it makes sense. <laughs> like a little like a beret kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, like kind of But in other words, yeah. the thing that doesn't require any more work fits. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, at that point, it does feel like why even release these races? You know what I mean? Like, why wouldn't you mm-hmm. just pick a different race that you could actually make, yeah. you know, accessible for people? And it's like, I get that demand was there and that obviously there's a lot of hype about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it does feel like, especially when you compare it to like any other MMO where you're kind of going like, well, okay, this should be a thing and I'm not entirely sure why it's acceptable that it isn't. Like, right. I'm I'm not sure why. So, yeah. I mean, they've said that they are going to be supposedly, like you are saying, expanding it or, yeah. you know, even retroactively trying to put more stuff in or things like that. But um, it is really tough right now when you have so few options, so few hairstyles. You can't even use the optional hairstyles you might have unlocked on them. Mm-hmm. But you can yeah. on Aura yeah. and stuff. And they've got crazy face stuff going on. I, so I, I, I want to take know. a second here, too, uh, Zazzle in the chat. Why didn't we get Lupins? I know. Yeah. Why? They come right. out of nowhere in Stormblood. The... The, the Lupins are like the wolf, back the wolf into people. Nowhere. It's like, hey, a new race. Check it out. Uh, also, here's Rothgar. They can't wear hats. Uh, <laughs> actually, okay. though, were the Lupins, were any of them female? No. Not that I know of. Oh, wait. No, wait. There's one. There's. I, I feel like maybe I think there was. There was one. Because I remember people saying that they, they looked exactly the same and there weren't, wasn't much dimorphism. Right. I yeah. think yeah. there is one okay. that you encounter in the story or a side, qu- uh, but they do look exactly identical, which is yeah. fine with me. Yeah, uh, that's fine. But yeah. yeah, Lupin would have been cool just because we mm. also would have had some contrast there with like we already have a cat race. Yeah, it it's nice. so weird for them to just yeah, be like a introduce a whole new race and then it's like okay, and we're done with them. Like there were yeah. like three cutscenes where whatever we they did what they were needed like. Okay, yeah. it's the same. It's Not the same person that came up with Lupians that designed Moonbrita. We'll bring them in for like one little thing, and then we'll forget about them. They'll yeah. be gone. It's really harsh, man. I, oh, I, boy. Truth hurts. We just have to really stay the course because there. I mean, wow. You think about wow, and I would not say that 16 years later they would still be adding to you know their cosmetics. I mean, you look mm-hmm. at the human humans in WoW now have actual race options you know like they're adding so much to it um you know we stay the course if it's something that we want to see we just keep talking about it. like 
You know, yeah. it, it eventually happened there. And if you would have told me seven years ago that WoW would do any of that, I would say there's no way. They don't have same. the resources, their engine's too old. Like, I would Agreed. have all the same excuses. Yeah. So, And like we always say about 14, they do listen when we <laughs> ask for they stuff. Do. They right. do. But, yeah. you know, change does happen. It is unfortunate that change yeah. is slow. Um, <laughs> but it does happen. Um, and all you can do is just keep pushing for it. Just keep voicing it just because you're voicing something that you dislike about the game or you wish they could do doesn't mean you hate the game right yeah, exactly. we love the game yeah. that's why we're yeah. here and that's why we have strong opinions on the game because it means a lot yeah and we absolutely. think it could do better in some game. why am i on this podcast we talk about housing for like 20 minutes we did yeah. you're right <laughs> <laughs> oh, trust me, Sonia, we had many thoughts recently about housing and housing interfaces and, and glitching not just being a feature of the game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you said the word fellowship, we could go on another 30-minute tangent. Oh, I hate them so much. And then there's fusion. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, fellow. Oh. Wow. All right. So uh, we're at just about three hours now. Yeah. Uh, I think it's probably about <laughs> time to wrap become... things up. I told you. Right? Right? Um, <laughs> is there anything else uh, relevant to the topic I think that, that we want to talk about? I think for the rest of eternity, anytime I'm like, actually, I'd like to add one thing. I'm going to make Fusion nervous. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that look. That was really good. That was, yeah, I was not excited. So really, not you were just like, can we just talk about dick pics for a second? <laughs> <laughs> it's a form of harassment, you know? It's, also, anyway, it's, it's relevant. It's a real thing. No matter the topic. Yeah. <laughs> 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 talk about that. <laughs> okay. Uh, I will use that later, and you will not see it coming. Oh, no. <laughs> Just like make oh, it every, no. everyone's like little clip before they go onto a be be right back screen or something. Is like, <laughs> about dick pics for a second? Leave. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then you just have a couple extra little audio bits to just kind of come in there during the screen talking about filters and. <laughs> Did you download the new Instagram update yet? No, I haven't. Did they add new filters? <laughs> All right. Uh, before we wrap this up, uh, we want to give our guests a chance to uh, give some shout outs and let us know where we can find them. Uh, Galaxy, we'll start with you. Um, okay. Uh Hello, and also thank you for um, coming by. And also, guys, thank you for having me. Um, you can find me on Twitch. Mostly it is Galaxy AUS. The AUS stands for Australia. Somebody stole just Galaxy. Um, everywhere else, you can find me on Twitter. That's where I'm most active. It is Galaxy AUS as well, but add another Y in. And yeah, that's where you'll find me. I stream nowhere near this time. <laughs> um, we're now at like quarter past eight in the morning for me here in Australia. So I typically stream like uh, probably from maybe 4 a.m. CST mm. onwards. Big schedule hero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sonia, how about you? So you guys can find me here on Twitch. Uh, me and my husband stream together, so you'll find both of us. So if you ever stop in, you'll see him too. Um, our name is Simply Two. It's pretty easy. It's Simply Two. 
we just we just recently changed our name actually we just changed to three weeks ago we used to be on rage gaming so a lot of you guys probably have seen us around the directory um we are also on twitter under simply two but it has a tv at the end um and yee i have a youtube that i'm working on i'm actually getting ready to start doing uh, housing tutorials and stuff like that to teach people how to glitch stuff because a lot of people ask those questions and i'm going over them like daily on stream so we'll be doing that very soon and it's simply two tv as well hell yeah awesome Awesome. thank you so much for joining us uh it was a really good uh discussion um Coming up, um, lots of stuff coming up uh, for for Final Fantasy fourteen. Again, uh, live letter, uh, July twenty second. Um, if you don't like to sleep and stay up in the middle of the night, uh, four a.m. Pacific, uh, or if your galaxy, it's just like what lunchtime. Normal <laughs> night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so we will be talking about the live letter uh, next week, um, and then August eleventh will be patch five point three. So the 15th will be our hands-on. Uh, August 18th will be our 11-year anniversary stream. Uh, we are still uh, planning just a few details on that. Uh, but spoiler, we will have some giveaways. So uh, you'll be able to win some stuff. Uh, and then uh, 22nd will be our patch 5.3 review. And the 29th will be our 5.3 lower cast. So there is a lot of stuff in the works. Uh, we hope you look forward to it. If you want, you can reach us uh, by email, 8thRateRadio at Gamerscape.com. You can tweet at us at 8thRateRadio. Find us on uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Discord at Gamerscape, discord.gg slash Gamerscape. We have an 8thRateRadio channel on there where you can talk to us about the show. Uh, we also want to thank everybody uh, for tuning in today, uh, following, subscribing. Uh, we had a lot of new follows today. Thank you. Welcome. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Uh, and uh, you know what? Be excellent to each other. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.